Hey, it's Tony from the Nerd of Godcast, and this is your episode 55 overture. This week, we're joined by the Christian nerd, Scott Higa, and together we spoil the fool out of the Justice League movie. We'll also play a game called Chicken vs. Egg and have a great talk about how all of us have a place in God's League. Plus, hear our first impressions of Runaways and the Punisher and our final round this season of Best Thing Ever. This is the Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture come together and share the same Netflix password and constantly get annoyed at each other that they're messing up what episode of The Office the other one is on. My name is Tony T, and for the next little bit, we're going to be talking about Christ culture, nerd culture, all the things that cause us to, to freak out and spend our money and uh, fan and fanboy and fangirl and have a great time. But I'm not going to do it alone because with me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Greetings, true believers. <laughs> What's up, Steven? Not much. All right, moving to the other side of the table. It is the one, the only, often imitated, never duplicated, the original Quentin Gregory Neff. Hola. Como esta? Bien, y tu? Bien. Las cucarachas entran, <laughs> pero no pueden salir. <laughs> Are you going to do this again? Sabes lo que estoy diciendo. Me llamo Pete Caballero. <laughs> Neff's alter ego, Carlos. Pete Caballero? Caballero? <laughs> Yeah, Carlos is the name that I give to uh, uh, restaurants whenever they ask what my name is. Mm. Like, oh, name for the order? Uh, Carlos. <laughs> Carlos, pull around to the second window, please. <laughs> so every Hello, time- my name is Carlos, and I'd like to have some food. The biggest challenge in my life is when I do a voice at the drive-in window, and then I have to remember what my voice was by the time I pull up to the window <laughs> and get them, you know. Stephen so and so I if, I'm, have- if I'm ordering it, getting a Hank Hill at the Taco Bell and I come down and my voice is different, then my son and my wife will always make fun of me. I've so been in the van in the car too when that happened i have to like stop from laughing so hard that's true steven and i have really? done australian accents at uh mcdonald's well obviously oh, i thought you were about to say outback of course after after the crocodile dundee in in los angeles no, this you, was like a long one time. would have to no it's wendy's you need to go to wendy's to do it and just oh. order a bunch of food hey, here Mo- comes mike, mike and david just Jeff? got the bag and they want biggie fries as well <laughs> sir we don't serve biggie fries crikey <laughs> you did 20 years ago let me get a frosty oh, are we gonna get a taco bell and get a chilito <laughs> that's not way, a chilito ta- that's a chilito i'm gonna taco go to mcdonald's bell, bring back the chilito if i can <laughs> go to mcdonald's and get one of those like salads in a cup that you can oh yeah up. those are cool shakers salad shakers i didn't like salads when those were a thing. and then while we're at it i'm gonna go back to chick-fil-a and get a slice of lemon pie they had lemon Ooh. pie at chick-fil-a yeah oh it was so good that? it was so good Absolutely. and then we'll get pizza at McDonald's. Not McPizza. Whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's? And with us uh, <laughs> bringing a lot of levity and certainly raising our cute factor, it is uh, Here Comes Trouble, Let's Make It Double, the twins, Jackie and Jess. Hello. Hi, Jackie and Jess. I know. I thought he was about to say me. I was like, wow. <laughs> Bringing up the cute factor. The podcast, it's apparently. EJ. <laughs> Bringing the cute factor. So we, we've got like a board. double coffee vibe going on here. Yeah. We, got a, we have a, a Wawa here mm-hmm. and a Starbucks. Yes. Okay, so what are you what are you drinking? Both uh, non-sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> please pay. Yeah, turn, turn that logo around. Actually, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> turn this. Turn that to the other side. Tivana. Starbucks mm-hmm. owns Tivana, but Tivana's yeah. closing next year. I know, and yeah. it makes Whoa. me sad. They're but they, they're so expensive, though. 
Like if you go to the T-Von They're shop not expensive if you just walk by and drink that free sample out well, front. Well, yeah, but what if I want more? I like drinking tea, Tony. They have well, then you make several trips and you bring okay. some changes of clothes. That's what and some I, wigs. And some, some wigs. wigs. Here's my fake mustache. Hello, I like tea. My name is Carlos. By, <laughs> by hey, that point, it would have been cheaper just to buy the tea there. Yeah. So it was all the money. <laughs> you, different aliases. You, you save on the volume, Steve. <laughs> over time. Because yeah. not only do you get the tea, but you go to the food court and pull that same That's scheme. what I'm saying. I, I got four plates of bourbon chicken from all the... Ooh, never bourbon chicken. Never have to pay for food again. I would, spend, right. I would spend $75 I bet you Jennifer Garner. Chicken. That's the main reason why she got an alias. Now... Imagine Jack Nicholson going to the food court. Well, no, and then you, you go around and you do all your impersonations. I'm not going to do my Jack Nicholson. And, uh, Jack Nicholson. Hello there, I'm right Diane now. Keaton. And raising the Jack Nicholson cool factor of our podcast crew by at least 20%, it is the official Ness EJ Nieves. It's your boy. And it's apparently sing along with the champ tonight. <laughs> Good job, Steven. It's your boy in stereo. <laughs> EJ karaoke is happening. EJ, uh, <laughs> I love it. It's a boyoki. We a are. Uh, we are definitely here, and we're going to talk about some stuff. Wait, Saba. Oh, you forgot someone. He had a guy. That is true. <laughs> upstairs, <laughs> we got you. Upstairs, peeking in on us and taking random photographs <laughs> are my wife. Uh, Sonny and They're my son Christian, they're kind of popping in and out. And, uh, of course, they are disrupting the <laughs> sanctum sanctorum of the one and only Nicholas Eugene Sadler. Hello. <laughs> middle- that's your middle name? I love no. that everyone oh, knows. Oh, I was like, that's cool. Neff's middle name. <laughs> Neff's middle name. Yeah, I make up the middle name for uh, what? for for Nick. But you have said his actual middle name in one of those. So you'll have to guess which one it is. You now you have no no idea which way we're coming from. True listeners have heard it because we've discussed it. So let's shake it up, Stephen Allen Salisbury, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) full name. That's right. And we're going to um, we're gonna we're gonna play a little quick game of if we were. Uh So you guys got your boards ready. I want you guys to write down. I got two boards. Would be Stephen has two boards. He's twice as because he's twice as boring. You jumped on my joke there. (laughs) Is that? Not funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. I love it. It's twice as funny. So I was on a cruise, and uh, uh, we, we got off the boat, and we were in Mexico, and we were looking for some things to do. And, you know, excursions on these things are expensive, and I don't feel comfortable ziplining in Mexico anyway no. because those things have weight limits, and I don't know what a kilogram is in my particular weight. It's like trying to figure out how much you weigh on the moon. So I'm not going <laughs> ziplining. I don't want to go scuba diving because nobody needs to see that. If I'm laying on a beach... You know, it's just awkward and uncomfortable for everybody. But we we rented a Jeep and we drove around and I saw they had a movie theater. And at this movie theater, they were showing all the movies. Now, this is in Mexico proper, so they're probably not in English. They have uh, Liga de Justice, whatever justice is in Spanish. They, they have um, uh, Jigsaw Returno, you know, like whatever, whatever that was. But they had Coco. And Coco was out there before it was out here. And I'm like, I want to go see the movie Coco in Mexico. I feel like that's so appropriate. It's a Mexican Authentic. Dia de la Muerte something, you know, vibe. Uh, but alas, uh, we did not do that. We ended up driving and going to a beach and eating lots of guacamole and having a great time. But that's a story for another time. Like dream vacation. But speaking of dream vacation, we're going to we're going to celebrate the movie Pixar and we are going to do what Pixar character would we be if we we be a Pixar oh, I character? I going to say Pixar movie. Me. Which Pixar movie? Would Which we Pixar be? character 
would you be? So we'll give you guys just a quick moment. If you guys want to follow along with us while they're thinking about it, uh, the best way for you to communicate, let us know what Pixar character you would be, or just shout at us, holler at us. We'd love to chat with you and stuff like that. You can follow us all across the usual suspects of social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We would love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Uh, so here we are. We're back with the crew, and let us find out what Pixar characters they reckon one another ought to be. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder who is gonna go. Steven. Why do I always go first? I don't know. You're you're the mo. Steven, who would uh, who would Steven be, guys? Think about it. There's right so many characters. Play. There are so many characters like, from a wide variety of movies. Oh, I just realized my thing for Nick is in a Pixar character. He's in Disney animation. No, I, gotta be gotta be Pixar. Oh, so Steven can't be Wreck It Ralph. If, yeah, I want to wreck and it. And Nick can't be Fix It Fields. I know. I had to check on that one. Oh. I had to check on that one. So That's it's yeah, it's gotta be, to be gotta be gotta be Pixar uh, exclusive. Crap! Now so. I can't remember what's Pixar exclusive and not. Okay, if it's fantastic, it's Pixar. If it's fanta- <laughs> fantastic, all right. So uh, do we have a Steven yet? I don't even have a. Yeah, Steven. I do. Who, what, who, what do you got, who, Quentin? Who's Mater? I, Mater. I thought about Dad that too. It's because Mater I thought about Mater. Dumb. I did think Mater, but he's I'm fiercely not loyal. Why aren't I'm you? Wait, uh, okay, Neff, justify yourself. He's fiercely loyal. Yeah, also as Stephen has claimed to be several times. A little backwards. A little backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah. drives backwards. He's very knowledgeable about one thing. I'm not knowledgeable <laughs> about one thing. <laughs> <laughs> about one. Th- what's that Just one, one thing? thing? Yeah. What's that one thing? Movies. It's not. No. Oh, true. No. That is kind of your one thing. It's, it's my. It's my. It's see, not my one. Please see episode Steven one. And I'm really. It's not my one thing. I'm not Mater. <laughs> I'm not Mater. Okay, then who are you, Steven? I don't know, but it ain't Mater. It ain't Mater. It ain't Mater. It's you're, not Mater. You're not. Exactly. I'm not saying, saying Dagum anymore. That's the last time. You're, 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 so that's if all. If I'm lying, I'm crying. You heard it here, folks, guys. <laughs> Steven's done with the Dagum. It's right. the ghost line. What? 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 Steven. what? I'm erasing all the names on my board. Uh, Jessica, who would Steven be? No, it's not Mater. I don't know. Like, I was looking through Inside Out, and I didn't find anyone that really went with him. I'm anger. I'm thinking Mike Wazowski. That's what I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking it's always, always, you know, no, we can't do it that way. We've always done it this way, so this is how it has to be. Put that thing back where I came from. What's up, me? (laughs) No, I would. What about what about Rex? Rex, I don't like confrontation. No, you but love you're confrontation. all about confrontation. There's a difference between. I'm sorry. I'm not all about. It's not like I. <laughs> it's not like I get excited when I'm Woody, confrontational. You seem to. I would love to be Woody. I don't know if I'm Woody. Because you don't like it with, with new, when newcomers come in. That's right. Mm. I'll take Woody. I'm, I'm gonna say Mike. Nah. Mike. Nah. I'm sticking with Mater. All right, so we'll we'll move on. We'll come back to Steven. How about Jessica? Okay, Jessica. I oh, a, I know what she is. I know what she is. I have I a deep cut is. for Jessica. I think, wait. From Toy Story 3. No. The bookworm. Okay. Because she knows a lot. No, uh, what's <laughs> about her? everything. <laughs> I can't remember her name. I think it's the, the uh, no capes girl. Lady. Oh, Edna Mode. Edna Mode. Mode. She's Edna Mode. <laughs> I can see okay. that. I can see that. Not the, uh, not the, the receptionist from Monsters, Inc. with the snakes for hair. Roz? Cecilia. No, no, no. <laughs> Cecilia. Yeah, Mike, I've never seen Cecilia. Monsters, Inc. Mike Wazowski's girlfriend. So. I've never Cecilia. seen Monsters, Dude, Inc. Monsters, Inc. is good. You Monsters, Inc. is great. I never said I wasn't good. I just said I hadn't seen it. What do you well, think? Well, I'm not saying you said it was Who's Jessica? I mean, I'm... Who's the... Okay, it's, it's a... 
It's a girl, glasses, circular glasses. She wears all black. Is it in The Incredibles? No. Violet? That sounds I like she has Violet doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, and, oh, and the mode. From, um, from Incredibles? I think so. And it's Edna Mode. Where's the glasses? No, no, no. I think he's thinking about the She's short. Yeah, yeah, she's very short. Yeah. That's Edna. That's Edna. Yeah, okay. All right, you're Edna Mode. Sorry. I was going to say Merida, See, but okay. Merida. Edna, Edna Mode works. Uh, Neff, who are you, buddy? He's Sully. Uh, I like to be Sully. Sully? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You big. can't just say because he's big. No, no, Gentle no, giant, no. That, that wasn't it. It was just the, the personality seems very similar to me. Which Sully? Monsters Okay, good. All right. Monsters University. Because no. if we're going to go just like on, on, on big, like smiley, lovable characters, I got to go Heimlich from That's Bugs Life. I don't want to say oh, that was my first one. Yeah. I'm a beautiful Blimey. butterfly. <laughs> I'm a beautiful <laughs> butterfly. And I'll be too when we bad time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Heimlich too. That was oh. my first But Heimlich's a, like an in, indomitably possible, pos- positive character. I like, I'd, I'd rather be, um, what's the other big guy? Um, Bug, the, the one the flies. Uh, no, the the bug, ladybug. The no, 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 the big Francis. one. The big one that. Uh, the big like stink bug, like the the horn stink yeah, the beetle or beetle. whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. No, uh, Heimlich's way better. Heimlich's funnier. I want to be silly. More lovable. I'd rather be silly. No, he, <laughs> he is definitely lovable. I don't like him. He's like the number one merchandising type character He's from that movie. He's too German. <laughs> What's wrong with being too German? His name well, is Heimlich. I could give you I two words. I apologize to all our German listeners. So what do you think, EJ? What do we got? I got Ramon. From cars, because he's hey. Latino. No, Apparently, no, this R- Ramon is artistic. Okay, like. I got you. I was gonna say this whole thing's all, all gonna boil down to like your race or size. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be. I'm gonna cancel this thing before it gets to By me. what word you use? Sometimes. I'm trying to think of the. I'm trying <laughs> to think of the sometimes. I'll take Ramon. You use I'll them. Take I'm trying to think of like who's a painter in Pixar movies. And Steven is Wally. Why Wally? Steven's Wally. No, Steven's Mo. No, you want to talk to Steven? Mo. Steven's good because Steven, he, Wally, is very deeply feels. He has this like thing for like collecting all these little things. And he also is like so loyal that like when everybody else is gone, when all those other waste allocation, load lifters, earth designation are broken down, he's still working and he's still going and he's still doing his I'll thing. And he's super into that one movie. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take Not you. Oklahoma. But <laughs> my, is it My Fair Lady? Or? I think it's like Ob- Oklahoma or no. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, like that. Anyway, Steven, Wally Steven's Wally. Wally. Steven's Wally. Okay, I'll take Wally. Let's I say that. Wow. Jackie, who is Jackie? Joy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had her, I had her as Also, a, Leslie Nope. I'll say, do you like Joy because of Joy? Do you like Joy because it's Leslie Nope? Both. I had her as um, Jessie from Toy Story. Oh, I would say Jessica would be more like Jessie yeah. from Toy Story. Oh. She's the rootinest tootinest. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, who else is left? You, me, you and Nick. EJ Ramon. Oh, okay. Ramon. Uh, I hate it. I'll throw, I'll throw this one on myself, and I'll just put it out there. I don't. I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. Um, I'm Al from Al's Toy Barn, <laughs> Toy Story Two. No, <laughs> no, you're Bob Parr. I, what's, what's I would the, love to be Bob Parr. That would you be are the best. Bob Parr. That'd be my favorite. I was gonna say. I would have said uh, Ham. Ham? Yeah. Why? Because ham, you're kind of snarky sometimes. You're ham. All right, nobody a, turn a around to look at my corks back. A ridiculous source of knowledge just all the time. Yeah, there's over hey, a, there's over 700 license plates in the Tri-County area. Right? Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> How about instead of being ham, you're, because it's the voice actor who does all of like the- John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. You're, you're him. Ratzenberger. You're just all the you're John Ratzenberger. The, you're, you're the abominable the snowman. And yeah, absolutely. You're P.T. Fleeing. You're going to be Wally. Wow. Wally. Why are you squinting at me, Jessica? 
I was thinking Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head? Oh, he's so he's so salty though. Oh, he's so he's, mean. That's the best he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one of my favorite characters. That makes perfect sense for you. But, um, uh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm going with Al from Al's Toy Barn. What, or, about, what about Nick? Or Stinky Pete the Prospector. Oh. <laughs> Nick. You really are Stinky Pete. <laughs> Nick, I don't know why. I can only just picture Nick as young Andy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> see, I have that. Nick as Woody. Woody? That's good. Well, I can see that. because he's like, good. well, you also Toy said Story I 2 was Woody. and Toy Story, I did not. Nope. I said you were Mater. I said you were Woody. Oh. <laughs> Steven but, just really wants to be Woody. Um, no, Wait, no, Neff. Who's that furry guy that's like one like malleable piece from Monsters University? Oh, it's like always uh, flipping oh, around. Are I two saw legs? The movie yeah, once, I think that that might be you. I can't go back to jail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you kids go. I'm going to listen to my music. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this one turned out to be way harder than I thought it would be. There's an extensive cat. Wait a second. I want to be Remy from Ratatouille. That's who you are. You're Remy from Ratatouille. I am Remy from Ratatouille. Wait, if he's Remy, can I be? Because you like to cook. Can I be this brother? I don't. I mean, I don't. He's also passionate. Maybe I I picked too broad of a pool to fish from. Like if we just did soy. Soy Tori. Soy Tori. Wait, wait! I want to be Bruce from Finding Nemo. Oh, I forgot about Finding Nemo. I forgot about Finding Nemo. Dude, Pixar has so many great. All the animals have gone mad. (laughs) I like the crabs. Fish all friends. I like the seal from the second one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Spoiler alert! You're gonna be Ellen Ripley. That's crazy. Nick, Nick, who would who would you be if you were a Pixar character? Fix a Felix. But it's not Pixar. Otherwise, Pixar. I would have said that Jessica was the um <laughs> Oh the the yes. That one. I can't remember. That that one. Like, I drink my coffee. Let me drink my coffee first and I'll be I like Woody. Woody? All right, yeah. fair enough. We'll get you a little Thank cowboy you. hat and everything like that. If you uh, think you would be somebody interesting from the Pixar universe, please let us know on our social media. If you think that we were wrong about who we pick for ourselves, <laughs> then uh, by all means, correct us and call us out. Connect with us. You can also give us a shout on our Nerd of God Cast hotline. That number is 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-NOGCAST. You can call in, leave us a message, and if you uh, are concise and to the point and interesting, we will put you on the show uh, to give a little bit of a credence to your shout out. So let's uh, let's real quick just kind of catch up. I feel like it's been a long time. So it's not been any longer than it normally is, but it feels like it's been such a long time because uh, so much has happened since last time we oh, were yeah. all together. We yes. just we just went through Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did a little Black Friday action. Anybody oh, wow. go? I, I know. I feel like all of us in one way or another went Black Friday shopping. I we did. talked about it last last episode. So let's bring our Black Friday reports to the table. I spent too much money. Yes, yes, we did. I spent um, future money. Future money. <laughs> yeah, Jackie. You spent bitcoins? <laughs> Jackie got a Jackie Ooh, Bitcoins the money of the future. This is. <laughs> no, Jackie's going she just by went spent credits. Jackie's just going like, by units. <laughs> that's right. Um Star Trek credits. Um what did you spend too much future money on? Well, I didn't spend too much future money, but like 
I got um, I got a switch. You uh, what a switch? <laughs> yeah, she couldn't get the lights on in her room. So <laughs> I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick real quick with Target. Okay, so okay. they, they put on. they put the switch at a doorbuster at two ninety nine ninety nine. That's the same price, Target. That's not a doorbuster. Okay, rant over. No, that that's just that's not a doorbuster. That makes me so angry when people do that. They just want to get you in the door to show them your doorbuster. Maybe it was a doorbuster well, be because door. switches were hard to come by and they got a new shipment. So here's a doorbuster. Actually, find a switch. Unless you're in, unless you're in a small town town in New Jersey, you ain't gonna find a switch. They could have. They could have even taken one dollar off. It could have been one ninety eight ninety nine, and that would have been a doorbuster. I honestly still would have been mad about that, though. Is it bad <laughs> that I? A I'm sorry, Jackie. I interrupted. No, you no, you're good. Like that's 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 well, just a problem. One of the rant. things that that they do on Black Friday when you shop for stuff is they count on you having the urgency, the the perceived urgency of everybody else wants this, so now I've got to mm-hmm. get it, yeah. uh, and and you don't really compare prices on it or anything like that. And, and Nintendo stuff, especially first party Nintendo stuff, almost never goes on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it There's takes a lot of excess. That were on sale. Correct. It takes forever. Even for them to drop the price on a first party Nintendo game, it's usually when it finally comes out as one of their own packaged greatest hits that it drops the price. But you can't find those games on sale. Um, they're just very, very hard to get your hands on. Um, so so you know that's not going to happen. But when you go into the stores, they have all these things. That, well, all of a sudden, I want a pressure cooker so bad. I don't even, but I don't even, I don't know how much is a it, pressure cooker costs. Is it it's bad? just got a red sticker on it, so I freak out. Is it bad that I spent a lot of today? Watching videos of Black Friday madness and people like fighting each other and yes, trampling over each other. I was like, at Best Buy when the doors opened Thursday night and I was expecting to see some kind of fight break out. Didn't happen. It yeah. was very chill. It was just like a crowded day at the mall. And like I, I got my shopping done in 30 minutes because I had scoped out the store the day before to where it's like, okay, if I'm going to get this, she plotted this. <laughs> she scoped out the whole thing I, out, man. Well, like, she I, had to rock the Italian job. I don't like <laughs> Ocean's driving. Eleven. I don't like spending a lot of time she like, scoped shopping. The scene out. So I'm like, okay, I just want to get in and out. I don't want to deal with people. And that's fine. Jackie, did you have like blueprints? I, I, I just, I, I imagine Jackie being at her under the Geek Squad map. sign with George Clooney and Brad Pitt's just sitting there eating. Yeah, he's got the whole map. I, I, I see her like, in her room first, with like here, her sister. Here. Her sisters in the car. Like, all right, Jackie, you want to make a left right now? Go now! No! 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 Even so better. Okay, sister's even a better. getaway driver. Lowering down from the roof over small appliances oh like Tom Cruise and Neff, Stephen, and I watch Home Alone. I could see more like Jackie being like Lady Gaga going down. This thing. Right before, like he's about to go against like the wet bandits or whatever, he has a map and he pulls it out. Oh. I just uh, imagine Jackie with you know, a map. You know what would have made Buy. that made that movie more believable if he just called the police? Like, I hey, know. they're gonna be here at nine o'clock. Be here, like, and then that's it. I mean, listen, it takes away the most entertaining part. But yeah, but he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to get in trouble for being home by himself. Yeah, that would that would have been him telling on himself. And he would have gotten his parents mm-hmm. or him gotten himself in trouble. Uh, it, yeah. there's a, a semi believable thread of why he wouldn't do it. I mean, dude, when you're like 10 years old, you I would have called the police. You make bad decisions. I would have called the police. But you would have got your parents no. in trouble. You would have played bully the whole time. At, at that point, he thought that he made his parents disappear because he's eight that's years true. old. That's true. I he called the police once. He'd been like, "Yeah, you guys want to do something? I made my family disappear. You'll you'll be Kid, next." Can we just agree that the movie was fun and we don't have to dissect it? Yeah, if we're gonna really scrutinize Home Alone. The wet bandits are dead. Yeah, no, they, they, they are, are dead murdered five dead. times over. Or at least one Marv, of them. At least one of them has tetanus. Yeah, Marv has, <laughs> Marv has tetanus on that nail. They're both concussed. I mean, dude, when you hit, you get hit in the face with a paint can. You have fractured your skull. Okay, yeah. I played Mortal Kombat. Or an iron. I know. Flamethrower to your skull. Forget yeah, about I mean, it. Forget it. Why didn't they stop? I would have stopped that. 
Like, I got shot with a BB gun <laughs> in a very sensitive area. Yes, I would have left. Like, I would have been. It ain't, this, it ain't this bad. Although, that also, what did his dad do to afford that amazing giant house? mansion? Yeah. A house. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, I was this guy's like, got so many kids and a huge house. I was also like, how is he? How is he affording to go? to Paris but then it turns out because I was paying attention to the movie that the brother who lives in Paris paid for the whole family to go over there well yeah. the trick is that his dad's actually a Colombian drug lord I had I read a blog which is why, why Kevin didn't robbed. want to call the cops that's why <laughs> this is what's it all his makes family sense has now. told him from the beginning so, that's never why, that's never why, call the cops that's, who, that's why the bandits were like this one's my big ticket. This is the one with all the good he stuff. He walks in, in there, there and Kevin's like, do you know who you're stealing from? Do you have any idea? <laughs> Say hello to my little friend, Pencan. Keep the change. You feel the animal. I can't. Say hello to my little friend, Pencan. So we're watching the movie, and at the end of the movie, with the family, spoilers, when the family makes it home. And, uh, oh, he's not home EJ, alone anymore. EJ leads over to me. He's like, man, his dad is loaded. He's wearing this kind of coat. Oh, and yeah. Like, Burberry. Like, he's wearing a Burberry coat. <laughs> and I look at him. I'm like, that's what made you think he was rich? That's the mansion that they live in? Wow, what a look, mansion. But if you can afford the mansion and the mansion, in the set. What a mansion. coat, man. Come on. We, uh, <laughs> it's got to be the shoes. So we went Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Steven and, and EJ and I went into, um, because we went into Walmart. See, I would yeah. never and do not that. just Walmart. We went into Walmart in the ghetto. Yes. We went yes. into yes. one of the sketchiest Walmart? Walmarts in town, OBT Woo! and uh, oh, Oak Oh, that's Ridge. already. The, as Why? As said. OBT and Oak Ridge. Because the girls went to Target. We dropped yep. them off at Target. Steven wanted to buy something at Target, but he had a $50 gift card. Want Hunter's Creek? To, no, no, Target by the Florida Mall. When you oh. go up to the light up. Oh, on, that that yeah. one's on OBT. Right. Yeah. So, so he wanted to, he had a $50 gift card to Walmart, which he wanted to use on his purchase at Target. So he went to Walmart to try to turn in his Walmart gift card to buy one of those little Visa debit cards that you can get to bring it back to Target to buy the thing that he actually wanted, although Walmart's not stupid, and they said nay-nay. But he ended up giving it to EJ, who bought a bunch of movies at Walmart and got a really good deal, and then EJ just gave him the money for it, which all worked out in the end. But Walmart was so nice, and everybody was so calm, and they had the, they, they were organized, and it was moving very cleanly, and everybody, the, all the employees Now, let's not forget, Tony, when we first walked up, how many cop cars were there? There was a lot of police. There was like they were ready to pounce. Walked That's in, why yeah. everyone was chill. Now, when, 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 when we went to Target, there was one there cop was car. One. So let's just put it into perspective yeah, how everybody. much authority they needed at Walmart. <laughs> 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 five O's. I mean, Target only had one cop car there. That's true. They had it set up like Ikea. Like yes. You could only go one yes. All the middle aisles were, were done. Off. You couldn't yeah. go in the middle. And that, that one cop was just going to the bathroom because Target has the best bathroom. But the whole <laughs> the whole center of the store was locked down. Like yeah. You couldn't go in anything. It was just one path that kind of went around where the cool. movies and the, and the, the DVDs were were in the bread section. So we're walking up and down the bakery bread aisle. That's where they had all the games and movies. But... Everybody was super nice That's and cool. super helpful. That's good. Like, very, very, it was like, wow, you guys, I had to compliment people that were working there and say, you guys are doing a really, really awesome and what's job. what was really surprising was they had more than two cashiers. Yeah. So yes. we were able to get out what? without we a wait. Didn't even wait in line hardly. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's nobody, so. when I went to pay for my stuff, there was nobody in line. I was able to go up and. Another thing, uh, since we're handing out Black Friday kudos, I went into Best Buy. Now, Best Buy was crazy. Yes. Yes. A lot of people lot in Best Buy. There. So I went over and I was. I was wanting to get a PlayStation VR, but I already have the controllers, I already have the camera, so I just need the headset, which they had on Black Friday sale for $199. 
but they weren't they didn't have any of them on display they only had the bundles which I don't need so I, I went over and found this this employee that was working over there and he was in the middle of just a it seemed like this was the it seemed like it was the only guy working there even though there were more just because everybody even the ones that were working there kept asking him questions oh. so this one guy was having a problem with his credit card and the guy's like you have to call your bank you have to work this all out and the guy's like I can't because my phone is dead so the guy like goes in the back and opens it gets him a phone charger and comes and sits him over behind the thing and gets service and says you can plug your phone in here until it's charged which I thought that's, that's really, really nice cool. yeah. like Thanks, that guy was doing service. that's what I'm saying in the middle of like a crazy onslaught of stuff this guy took the time to really help him out so I, I asked him while he was after he was done with that I said hey I'm looking for this thing and he goes come with me and he went and took me back behind the big area where they had all the stuff you know caged up and he's like, no, I'm sorry, man. We don't have any more of that one. I said, okay, no problem. And I thought, thank you, Lord. You've given me direction. Now I don't have to buy one. This is, I have laid out my fleece, and you have directed my soul. <laughs> so I go over, and now I'm looking for Steven and EJ, who are impossible to find in the store, because EJ doesn't stop moving ever. <laughs> I'm, like, point, I'm just excitable. Dude, I know, dude. I was chasing, I'm chasing EJ through Toys R Us. I'm like, one aisle at a time, man. Come on, dude. Well, you guys are Toys R Us? Yeah, we went everywhere. We went everywhere. We left... We, dude, we, we left uh, the, the whole party of us left at, from 6 o'clock. We didn't come home till 1 o'clock in the morning. Slept for a couple hours, then went back out at 5 o'clock in the morning. Except for EJ. No. Yeah, I, I ended up sleeping in. Yeah, sorry. EJ's yeah. like, I'm so So, so, we're, so we're, I'm looking around for them. It's like 20 minutes later. I'm on the other side of the store, and this manager guy comes up to me. I'm on the other side of the store from where he was. Said, sir, 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 I'm glad I found you. I found one more. It's yours if you want it. Nice. Like, this guy came and looked for me after finding that one oh, thing. So I'm like, oh, man. Like, Thank really you, Lord, cool. for your yeah. Thank Lights. you, Lord. I have asked for your direction. I've laid out a fleece and Can you I have directed and me. You have given me Can I give this guy's name? Because I want him to help me out every time I go to his name. Dude, is Carlos. He was so I'm gonna, I'm gonna good. I'm going to tip him. He was, he was really, really excellent. I, and I'm just I saying, like, that's a crappy day I, I when, to have oh. to work in retail. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's ever worked in retail knows Black Friday just sucks. That's me. I've worked. I've thought about maybe working at, at Best Buy and, like, don't I don't want to deal with do Black it. Friday. You don't want to deal with it. And to work at the Best Buy that's over by the Florida Mall, which is a very, for in Orlando, that's an area that's very heavily peopled by tourists. Yes. All of the tour buses come in there, so you have a lot of people from other countries, different um, degrees of sensitivity towards personal space. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very challenging. Um, so there was a lot going on over there. Did anybody get anything like good and worth reporting about on Black Friday? I, I got a PlayStation VR. I got a sound bar. Nice. Did. Now when I listen to... A good uh, one, too. You yeah. got a good system yeah, and a good deal. You. No, I got a Samsung. It's pretty nice. Oh, I've been Samsung. using it every single day. It's hot. Sounds good? Yeah, man. Love it. Steven, you got a whole bunch of movies. I did. I, got I, a, I overbought on movies. I also got an Apple Watch. Nice Apple Watch. Very good. He secretly got it so he could text while he's at work so they don't yell yep. up. And the minute you walked into work, after <laughs> they, it, like, we don't want to see you on that. We know that it's oh. like, it's a watch. <laughs> and they're like, sure. yeah, but we know what you can do with it. I'm like, I can tell time with it. And they're like, yeah, but we know you can get text messages. And I'm like, I'm going to look at I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm looking at the time. And there's times where I've literally just looked at the time and like, we don't want to see you on that. I'm like, I'm looking we at the time. We see you like, on I have to, like, it. show them. Like, I'm looking at what time it is because it's a watch. Steven, I feel like you need a lawyer. Like, like I, every time you walk into work, I feel like you need a lawyer like by your side so you just Steven, put them on Steven's them. deal with his, like, job, and I'm thankful for the place he works is a, a really nice grocery store. It is. And it's not the, a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> but purposely pulling that trigger. Yeah, I am, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Trevor. Uh, oh! <laughs> uh, 
sorry. Um, Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve, Stephen has. I feel like I'm, when you have a friend that's in a relationship and you're just watching this thing fall apart and you're going, oh, they're so bad for each other. Like you just <laughs> every single thing that happens, you're out to eat and you're like, oh, you got the French fries, really? Like, yeah. Well, I, you can't tell me what. And you're going, oh my gosh, I'm. It's so awkward. Anytime Stephen talks about his job, I'm going, oh my goodness. Um, uh, maybe I should go. Um, Jessica, did you buy anything for Black Friday? Um, I went to Michael's and only spent $25. Good job. I'm proud of you. We went to Michael's as well. Colors <laughs> and pencils? No, I had those. No, <laughs> I did get this awesome them? ink pen. Cool. For ink marker. That cost $25? No. Man, that's an expensive Steven, marker, Jessica. I what? I get her for my mom. Jackie, it's a, I'm building a, a joke. You are interrupting me. You're wasting our time. It's a bad joke. We're we'll wasting our time now. Continue, please. $25 marker in your jugular, Steven. I also got some paint pens because I want to try calligraphy and lettering. Nice. And also um, acrylic. Cool. Neff, did you get anything? I finished my Christmas shop. See, Neff is like the one person that didn't buy stuff for himself. We came in, EJ's like, we should do a secret Santa. for, And Neff's like, I've already bought presents for all of you. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm bad. telling you, <laughs> I've always said it. Neff is a very generous and yes, thoughtful giver. He is. I think, Neff, 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 he doesn't just do the. <laughs> 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 I just want to hear my name be repeated over and over by Steven. Oh. Jackie, did you get anything? Yeah, you already asked. I mean, I got a few. Oh, other you got a switch. Yeah. Well, that and other things, but it's classified because they're presents. Classified because they're know. presents. I didn't won't. get a chance to buy anything else. Well, no, I bought something yesterday for Cyber Cyber Monday. Yeah, so. I, did, yeah I did a lot of online. But that shopping. was a purchase on Cyber Monday. <laughs> was that a Cyber Monday deal? I yeah. bought some pop vinyl. <laughs> he Cyber bought some expensive Neff, pop vinyl. you are a vinyl. gentleman and a scholar. How much I did you spend it. on those pop vinyls, Neff? That's a rude question to ask, bucks. Steven. <laughs> Can I just put it out there and say, Cyber Monday, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. Everybody knows that you're just like the sloppy leftovers of Black Friday. Like, you're not fooling anybody. Well, I don't buy anything. On you, can just, you can get better cyber deals on Friday or Thursday. Then you can on Monday. But I could get a kalimba for 42 bucks. Don't get a kalimba. What is a kalimba? It's a, it's a piano. A what? A ham piano. It's a ham. piano that you play over ham radio. Wait, I thought you <laughs> use your hands to play a piano. Mm. No, no, it's a little... Ham piano. piano. It's a handheld thing. Okay. And use so, your thumb. You can get an app. It. It's like a plug. You get an app for that. We are, um, we're, we got to move on. We're almost out of time tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> feels we like we are. Um, real quick, first impressions. Just kind of some one minute recalls if you have got a chance to watch these yet. I just want to just real quick first impressions. We watched the first episode the other day of Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. Um, we're going to leave my... Jessica called me out and she's like, why have we spent so much time talking about Inhumans? So we're going to leave Inhumans behind. Dang it. Hallelujah. And we're going to... Uh, let's look at Runaways. Uh, we watched it the other day. Did anybody else get a chance to watch Runaways? I saw everything except for like the last three minutes. Okay. The last three minutes were like the biggest part of the episode. Yeah, I figured so it out. That was the whole setup to the that show. That was the whole setup to the show. So what, what's your thoughts? Just a, a real quick micro review of First Impression of Runaways. I enjoyed it. I was very surprised because I was expecting Inhumans, mm. and I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, this is actually really enjoyable. I, these characters are, are are compelling. This is shot great. This is not a bland setup. It is shot very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, very, that's what I was going to say. Very, very cinematic. cinematic. Yeah. Is it on a freeform? It's on Hulu. Oh, Cloak and Dagger was Cloak and Dagger is going to be free. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Free, I, I wish it was ABC a free form. Free floor, but it's just ABC Family. It's a Swedish channel. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I'm interested to see now. From what I read of the description.
description, the second episode is the same story as the first episode, but from the parents' perspective. Ooh. So, like I'm very interested. I, I know there's I like, some thematic like elements that are very mature. Um, what you would think of yeah. as, as like mature teenage drama. Yeah. yeah. Um, girl goes to a party. Something happens to her. Some guys decide they want to try to take advantage of her. Nothing happens like to, to, that's graphic that you can see, mm-hmm. uh, but, but the implication is there. Uh, so, so it's definitely not for kids. Yeah. Um, a couple, a couple instances of language, but I didn't think it was like super, super heavy that I recall. Um, but there, there are definitely some mature teen themes in it. Yes, uh, yes. But that's, um, I mean, that's kind of apropos for for who it is and for what it is. Now I have a question. Yeah, you read the comics, right? I did. I read a lot of them. How would you say they they were for like the casting of the characters? I thought the comics? casting for the this was was probably the best casting that they've done for a Marvel project since Iron Man. Really? I think that they brought the characters from the page to real life. That's cool. Better. Like, they, they didn't just... Because the, the thing was they chose a, a kind of a mixed group of kids from different with different appearances. Like, like Gert is sort of a frumpy, sort of a, um, a, a Tina Belcher, uh, sort of a... a, a what's the, the Griffin, the, the oldest daughter? Oh, Meg. A Meg Griffin. She's not the she's not the cute girl. She's just sort of the, the normal-looking girl. She was my favorite. And, and that's what I'm saying. Hair. And they cast a strong, well, well-spoken, well-represented character who wasn't like, you know, a cutout of a, you know, Taylor. Swift album cover or something like that. She looked like a real human girl. Yeah. Uh, they did a good job with the different face types, different body types, different characters uh, that, that just, they looked right off the comic page. Mm-hmm. They, they did a great, great job. Um, I was super impressed. And there was a lot of elements from the story. What was in the first episode was it's the end of it kind of started where the comic book began, so they gave a lot of backstory and characterization for the, for the kids. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Now, I know in the comic books they do have some mature themes, uh, themes about um, homosexuality and themes about you know alcohol and different things like that, which always bother me a lot more, especially when they're dealing with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's youth pastor sensitivity. But um, right. uh, I'll, be, I'll be interested to see where it goes. So far, it looks, it looks good. It looks enjoyable. Looks, it's very well done. It is not boring like the city of Adelaide. <laughs> so um, cool. Second one, flip the page uh, to the very mature, the Punisher. Yes. Very violent. Did yes. you guys watch the very, first very and well, first episode only? Just kind of. I, first I watched the first episode. Yeah. Okay. First episode. yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Um. Well, I mean, I was really surprised by how intense they went with it. Um. I thought the action was really well done. Um, there's a lot of parts that I'm still like processing. <laughs> I, I think how, they did a really good job at dark it is at portraying the kind of post-traumatic stress yes. yeah, that's yes. what he's was, gone through. Yes. Like, yeah. That was what it really was all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's really cool to kind of sh- that they're shedding some light on um, the post-traumatic stress and mm-hmm. how our veterans and our military men and women what they go through yeah. when yeah. they come back home because that's something that's like not talked about like back in like Vietnam was when it first started like becoming a thing like oh this is something that our soldiers are dealing with and this is post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't something that was normal or talked about until actually relatively recently and it's cool that that's made a major point in the show and I appreciate that and they didn't make it sort of a a, a dysfunction that he did because they Mm -hmm. normalize it in like when they have the support group that's going on and you see the other people that are dealing with it and struggling with it and that might unpack a little bit more in future episodes I've only seen the first episode but they did a good job I think of of approaching it as what it was I think it was really interesting uh, showing um, how 
like he would have flashbacks yeah. and memories yeah. and how that connected to his uh, feeling of being the Punisher mm-hmm. and doing Punisher things. Like it kind of edged him towards, you know, doing things yeah, well, that, he, that he didn't want to do. He was trying to... I definitely know, got the vibe that he doesn't thing. want to do it. Anymore. Well, the, yeah. the, in the first five minutes of the episode, he's burning his uniform. He's like, I've done yeah. what I yeah. set out to do. Yeah. And now, instead of just punishing people, I'm just going to live with my own anger. Yeah. But then he keeps, but then it starts building up, and he keeps on remembering what happened. And he's like, and then he, he knows about something that's going on. And he's like, I yeah, it wasn't until pushing, he, it's pushing him yeah, to the brink. It wasn't until he got to the position of he had to either act or willfully not act yeah. that, that he had to make the choice. And I mean, it was probably the right choice, yes. albeit a very graphically violent choice. Oh, boy. But, yeah, uh, very murderous. But it was... Uh, Some weird murders. But it was cool that it wasn't just like, hey, I'm a killjoy, and I just secretly want to go around and kill all these yeah, people. No, this is yeah, no, yeah. it's nothing like they, that at they all. They gave depth to his character. Yeah, and my goodness, he was cast so well. So he, well. Yeah, he's he's solid, man. Like, so I, good. Every, it's it's interesting. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his screen time. Like and mm-hmm. watching him act. I mean, he's from. I mean, Walking Dead. Everything. The movies he's done. I forgot the movie. I've seen a couple of Baby it. Driver. Yeah, some movies he's been in. He's a solid, solid as a rock. So mm-hmm. good I, choice. I, I went after uh, the show after I watched the first show, and I went to watch uh, on SciShowToy.com to purchase the hot toy of him. Yeah. It's on a wait list already. I was like, really? Yeah, Damn, man. I was man. so mad. Well, John Bernthal, like he, in the show, and I've like I said, I've only seen the first episode. But from what I've seen, like I just want to see, like every time he's on screen, I just am just floored. I just want to see. To keep talking. I need to hear yes. everything he has to say. The, I want to hear it. The first the most monologue. southern New York accent he's ever had. He's, he's, ever. he's such a mystery, <laughs> even though we like know why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. He's still somehow a mystery to us, just because. He, he keeps himself so, so shut away. Well, it's because you don't know what he's thinking. Exactly. Like, yeah. most, I mean, you can kind of maybe guess his motivations. But for the most part, you watch him here movie, you kind of guess what the characters are thinking and what they're planning. But with Punisher, at least with his Punisher, it's like, you you can't read him. He's unreadable. And you didn't know how he was going to do what he was going to do, which right. made yeah. it really exciting. Because yeah. it was like, how is he going to take care of this these is- bad guys? You know, it's, it's like... Anything can happen because he's so trained in like his military uh, training and just doing what he did. And and, uh, and, I, and I wonder how someone I wonder how someone who who comes from that background who's who's had a military background who's mm-hmm. dealt with those kind of things would watch the show and see themselves in it because mm-hmm. because yeah. we do whether we like it or not. Like I, when I watch Runaways, my, the youth pastor part of me projects into these teenagers' lives. You know, uh, in the same way, I was hungry when I was watching Punisher, and there's a part where a character gives him a sandwich, and I'm going. I would, yeah. I would like to eat some sandwich. So, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I think like somebody who maybe has been through that might see that, and it might really strike a chord with them. Of, yeah. This is what that's like. So, uh, I'm interested to see how the rest of it goes. Yes. Netflix so far has done really, really well, and and really, really okay. In the case of maybe Iron Fist. Um, but just uh, especially if you have children, be be. Uh, yeah. Be, be very. I mean, I've be watched aware. the whole season. Be very careful. It's uh, definitely not for children. Yes. No, I wouldn't say that any children. of that. Yeah. I would, Netflix shows aren't yeah, shows I would not family friendly. No, no. I, in fact, like I, I'm a little more guarded. I think like my son didn't even see the the, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man trilogy until he was like nine or ten years old. Because of the upside down kiss. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, so graphic. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much could it warp somebody to watch <laughs> Kirsten Dunst and getting kissed? I in the tried rain. to keep him away, but he saw the VMA or the, the movie awards on MTV. We don't watch MTV. <laughs> And neither do I. It's worldly. <laughs> Nobody it's watches not, MTV. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. We don't even have cable. They don't even have music. Um, speaking about fighting over things, um, were we talking about that? 
No. Sure. So uh, let's talk about it. So Stephen, <laughs> Stephen's wrong uh, uh, sometimes about things. You brought this up, and um, <laughs> I like where this is going. And I'm not gonna <laughs> like. I'm going. not gonna talk to you about this tonight, Stephen, because I'm still a little. You're wrong. Uh oh. And I, I and I, I don't want you. Know. I don't want you to tell anybody what you're wrong about. No, no. I was no, saying, I don't even want you to I talk was more about. More so, it. just I, arguing for the sake of arguing. That, for, for oh, that. I know. What you do all the time. And I was so much <laughs> yeah, not. No, I don't argue for the sake of arguing. Sometimes I argue because I want the other person to realize that they're wrong. I was I was not punching you for the sake of my. Christianity. So there's a give and take to this conversation, but we won't, we won't take sides on this, but uh, we're going to open up a real quick chapter of our debate club. And this is your chance to weigh in and let us huh. know who's right and who's wrong. The best way that you can do this is to call our hotline, the Nordic Godcast hotline. That's 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-NOGCAST. And the question that we're putting out this week, we want to hear what you have to say, whether you agree with Stephen or me, and I haven't, we haven't put our particular feelings out there yet. So we don't want to sway the conversation either way. Uh, uh, just know that I'm right and Steven's wrong. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard. Is it, in fact, a Christmas movie or is it not a Christmas movie? Don't answer. Oh. We're going to leave this up to the Nerd of God squad to call in 760-NOGCAST and let us know if the misadventures of John McClane at the Nakamura Tower are, in fact, a uh, Christmas-themed movie. Uh, and no no question, it is a movie that takes place at Christmas. Steven agrees with that. I agree with that. The scene of the thing does not is not a factor. But is the, the, the theme of the movie, is it, a, it would it be considered a Christmas movie? Would it go along on your, with, with Elf on your shelf? Uh, could, it, could it hang oh. with the Grinch in a pinch? <laughs> Can it hang with Rudolph? I don't have a rhyme for Rudolph. <laughs> could it go with Christmas Vacation if you got the nation? Um, I got nothing. Nation, so no, let, uh, let us know what you think. Call the Nerdy Godcast hotline 760-NOGCAST and let us know, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We will uh, leave that up to you. Um, and now it's time for the best thing Ever. Ever. And this is, Ever. in fact, I don't even know who won because I have, it just ended. I voted yesterday. I voted today. I have. Uh, I was surprised at the results, but it was not over. Yet. It was super close. Yes. Because yeah. for the longest time, it was very, very one-sided, and then it went. Um, it, it got real, real tight. I don't know what happened. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, so here oh, we go. This was hotly contested. This was the the semifinal, the next to, next to last round for our best thing ever, Space Ace edition. Uh, tonight our competition was between Captain Jean Luc Picard and Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, and uh, and if, if, who is the best Space Ace? Who is the best outer space character? And uh, with fifty four percent of the votes, wow. the winner is Mr. Buzz Lightyear. Okay, that's, wow. that's what it was yesterday. There you go. Buzz Lightyear with 54% of the votes. And that means that this week in our final round, Uh-oh. it is going to be Buzz Lightyear versus Han Solo. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Buzz. But why? Why do, you th- why do you think it has to be? Because one is a toy and the other one. He's not a toy. He's a space <laughs> ranger. One is a toy. You're not a space ranger. ranger. a toy. He's a, he's a child's plaything. It boils down to who's more popular. You're a child's so play <laughs> That's I mean, John Luke Picard versus Buzz Lightyear prove that Buzz Lightyear is obviously more popular yeah. than John Luke Picard. Like, is more of a niche. It's one thing. So you're calling Buzz. You're you're calling Buzz. Lightyear. No, I'm calling Han Solo. Oh. Buzz Lightyear has a laser beam on his arm. It's not a laser beam. It's a red light that blinks. He's got wings. He can fly. That's falling with style. Can you guys are nerds. 
I was we're all warned, nerds. warning why we were here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we want you to get up there and vote. It's going to be on our Twitter page, twitter.com slash nerdygodcast. At the time of this airing, uh, vote for the best thing ever. Final round of our Space Ace edition. Will it be Buzz Lightyear? Or will it be Han Solo? We'll see who shoots first this week on our best thing ever. Best uh, thing. You say Han? Uh, I'm saying. I'm going to go Buzz. I'm going, going Buzz. Han. Going Buzz. Black Sheep. Buzz. Black Sheep. Buzz. Han I wouldn't be mad either way, but I'm, I just I'm calling it Buzz 75%. I'm calling Buzz 75%. Oh, Buzz. Oh, yeah. Uh, remind me. Remind me never to take you to Vegas. I'm saying, <laughs> I don't think you're going to beat the spread on that one, kid. Uh, Buzz wins if he goes he to the Spanish He also decided to have the, the Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl this year. They haven't that like that. They haven't won a game. Is that sports ball? A little bit. Okay. No, I know what you're uh, talking about. Speaking of the Cleveland Browns, Greeks it's to me. time for my favorite Cleveland Brown, Quentin Neff, with the <laughs> Neff news. <laughs> Neff's offended. Well... <laughs> <laughs> With the Neff news. It's time for my favorite Cleveland Brown, Quentin Neff. This is not going to do it. Neff? Yeah? You okay? Do you have news tonight? Wait. Maybe. Well, he needs a new phone now. TikTok, kid. <laughs> we are on a time limit, sir. Some of us have to wake up in the morning. I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't. You don't have news? No. Really? Why? Why? Just blame it on Thanksgiving. I blame it on Thanksgiving. I got news. If Steve, he doesn't. Steve's got news. What kind Steve of Steve and news? I are expecting. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I'm done. Mazeltov? I'm done. I was expecting you to have some news, so I guess we're all braced for disappointment tonight. <laughs> Do you really it. not have news? I have one piece of news. This is we're is fifty-five the, episodes into this, Neff. Is it the piece of news that I sent you? No. Okay. Okay, Neff. No. What what do you got no. for us, man? Wow, you better wow us. <laughs> it has to top the word. Wow, as in wow isn't good, or wow isn't that's so bad. At wow. this point, we'll just take wow. Like, let's just get it over with. We'll take anything. Uh, I have nothing. She took your marker from you. And now, Stephen Salisbury News. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in a brief set of news this week, uh, Marvel, if you guys have seen, uh, released a uh, Vanity Fair issue where they had all the different Avengers that we know of right now on the cover with weird hair colors yeah, for like Scarlet it. Witch and for Black Widow. They're both blondes. It's weird and it's unnerving. It However, in the article, Kevin Feige has said this. Marvel is currently 22 movies in, and we've got another 20 movies on the docket that are what? completely different from anything that's come before. What? Intentionally. The sequel to Avengers Infinity War, May 1st, 2018, which is Avengers 4, May 3rd, 2019, will bring things that you've never seen in a superhero movie before. Squirrel Girl. Oh, my God. Howard the Duck. That's fin- coming. A finale. We've seen Howard the Duck. Wait, a finale? Figgy promised. There will be two distinct periods, everything before Avengers 4 and everything after, and Whoa. I know it will not be in ways people are expecting. Well, That's exciting that, and nerve-wracking at the same time. Interesting. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of death. Yeah. Well, wow. The thing with the uh, Infinity War, the, we were talking about this yesterday. There's going to be, what, 68, they said, 60-something? 60 67. How many superheroes, let's just do a quick tally. How many superheroes have been revealed in the cinematic universe? We've got Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, 
uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Black, Black Widow. Widow. Scarlet Witch. Scar- War Machine. Scarlet Witch. Vision. Um, Falcon. Spider Man. Spider Man. Falcon. Falcon. Quicksilver. We're on Quicksilver. eleven. Quicksilver's dead. Quicksilver's dead. So Ant Man and Wasp. Black Black Panther. Black Panther. Uh, Doctor Lord. Strange. Doctor Strange. Star Lord. Gamora. Groot. Drax. Groot. Rocket. Groot Rocket. So now we're at what twenty? Heimdall. Heim. Well, okay, I'll give you a Heimdall. Thing. The the Warriors three are dead. Loki. Oh, we yeah. uh, Sif. We'll throw Sif in there. Loki's not really a hero. Yeah, he's like a. I'm not sure that he. Well, he's a character. I'm not sure that we're talking heroes. Uh, who else do we have? We're talking well, main, winter, main so, winter soldier. Main yeah, Bucky. Oh, yeah. Winter soldier. We're at twenty three. General Wasp. Thund- oh, said Wasp. General Thunderbolt. Ross. Nope. Hulk. We never said. Hulk. I said Hulk. Yes, yes, Red Hulk. The second one. Oh. Nope. New Avengers. So, so this is my point. Valkyrie. We're, Valkyrie. Okay, so we're at twenty four. Yes. We are about a third of the way to this list of people. Now, not to now. What do we have to throw in there? Daredevil. Miss Marvel. Iron Fist. Miss Marvel. Jessica Jones. Okay, Ms. Oh, Marvel, Marvel, Luke Captain Cage. Marvel, uh, we we have um, the Daughters of the Dragon. What about uh, the Inhumans? Black Bolt, Medusa, Carnov, Kar- uh, Gorgon, the Runaways, Crystal. I don't know if they'll be in it. So so even with that, we're still only at like about forty. Half, we're yeah. only at forty-one. So we got a twenty. So, so this is now if you got all the the secondary characters like uh, Sylvester Stallone in them from uh, yeah. from Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. maybe that's another five more. So we're still like 15, 16 characters short. I'm just saying. Now you have a theory, and I have a theory as well. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised theory. to see, after the deal they did with the with Spider-Man crossing over universes, yes. I wouldn't be surprised to see them open up the universe and bring Fantastic Four over mm-hmm. from 20th Century Fox. Well, they need if they're going to do it right, they need Silver Server. He's I, instrumental to the I wouldn't be surprised. Story. You're going to have Adam Warlock, too. We saw him at the end of Guardians. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see if there's other characters that come in from other universes. If you see some semblance of X-Men, if you see some characters from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know. Like, you got to see some people come in. I want to know what Marvel's plan is to get all of these characters in this big Infinity War. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. The star power is increasingly growing because they, they obviously they have Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I just found out today that Jude Law... Is playing Marvel. Okay, who so, the the Amansur of uh, the Marvel? The, the blue the he's the I think he's like he's a the original Marvel. But yeah, Jude yeah. Law's huge. I mean, he's a yeah, he's, he's a, what he's, he's a, a Cree. Yeah, Man. yeah, Cree. I think Cree's like the main thing for uh, Agents of Shield this uh-huh. season. Well, right? yeah, yeah, Cree is yeah the Cree. Well, that's where that's Tahiti. That's yeah. what how yeah. Coulson came yeah. back was from Cree blood. Oh. Spoiler alert to, yeah. like, season one. That's kind of cool. I don't know. So I'm putting all this out there to say Marvel has definitely, they've gotten so top-heavy now that if they don't deliver, this whole thing could come apart. Mm-hmm. Like some very spacey house made out of, I don't know, flat pieces DC of characters. cardboard. <laughs> my my theory is that, which I'm not saying your theory is wrong because I think your theory is actually going to happen. But they're not releasing the title for Avengers 4 until after Infinity War comes out mm-hmm. because the title is a spoiler, is what they've said. I don't think it's going to be Secret War, Steven. I think it's going to be Secret Invasion. I don't, a Secret Invasion. I don't I think, think it's going to be Secret Invasion. Because that would be crazy. It's like, oh, look, Iron Man was a scroll the whole time. It would have been crazy. Civil yeah, War I don't, I don't see it, man. I'm just mm. saying. It would be crazy. So who do you want to see as a scroll? Pepper Potts. Has to be Pepper Potts. Has to be Pepper Potts. Has to be Electra. Why? <laughs> she was. That's who wasn't. That's how they found out. The you comics. can't just like. Oh, that's who wasn't the comic books. Like, it doesn't work. If that's the case, then Bobby Morse from from Agents of Shield is Hawkeye's wife, and now where's the farmhouse? She's also dating Spider Man right now. Come on, in the comics. And, Come on. and Quicksilver and, and Scarlet. 
Former former b- billionaire Spider Man is dating Bobby Morris. Well, living with her. You know what? He so has be a place it. to go. Well, uh, again, with all the stuff that's mm. going on in the Marvel universe, we we look through the looking glass here and we gaze at what's going on on the other side of the comic book universe to a little film that just came out last week called The Justice League. And we're going to talk about that. But hold on to your your labored sigh there, <laughs> no, son. Because I'm not so much as interested in what you guys think about the Justice League as in what uh, this young man thinks about the Justice League. On the line with us right now from sunny California, would you please welcome to the show to review the Justice League for us, the Christian nerd, Scott Higa. Hey. What's up, guys? Hey. That was great timing. Was so hey, what's up? Scott Higa, we're talking a little Justice League tonight. We, we have not gotten into the conversation yet, but uh, but oh, we are so about Neff to. Neff hasn't exploded yet? No, he's, he's on the, about to. He is trembling. He, he exploded is, enough in the theater. I'm in the splash zone. <laughs> but, Scott, before we do this, I want to give you an opportunity, and you can decline if you're in a hurry. I know it's Sesame Street time for, for you and your daughter it, out there. It's actually Paw Patrol tonight, but we're, we're good. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what Paw Patrol is, but my son is, is far past that age. So. <laughs> it's dogs. I, I think it's I have dogs. seen the, exactly the, the cups like. at the, uh, <laughs> the party Paw city. Dogs, but but Scott, this is something that we always talk about uh, kind of off the show. And I want to, before we get into our Justice League, if you have just a few extra minutes, I'd like yeah. to in- invite you to play a game with us tonight. Oh, oh, I would love to. Okay, so everybody's got their their boards. So Scott, you you can you just use the honor system, please. No googling. Um, but we're gonna play a game called the Chicken and the Egg, and I'm gonna give you two different things. Ooh, uh, I like this because Justice League is scrambling to try to do what Marvel did first. I'm gonna play a game where I give you two things, and you have to tell me which of these things came first. Uh, so okay. so if I were to say Justice League and Avengers, which one came first? Justice Avengers. League. Wait, wait, were you talking about movies? Or? The movies. Okay. Oh, oh. Just, the just, Avengers. Okay, so the Avengers. All right, there. so uh, we'll give you guys a real quick chance to do it. We'll go down the line, and that way not everybody's having to holler over top of each other. We'll start with Scott, and then we'll go down the list of, of our people, which one you think is which. So you write down your answers, and here we go. The year that Thanksgiving became a federal holiday or the book War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. My marker's dead. <laughs> that is it. not an answer. Scott, what do you think? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What do you guys got? Neff. Thanksgiving. 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 War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving became a federal holiday in 1863 thanks to President Abraham oh. Lincoln. H.G. <laughs> Wells wrote War of the Worlds in 1898, so Thanksgiving is correct. That's one Dang. point. That was a trick one. One point. So no, that was just kind of, that was your default. Wait, that was 1898? Your 18, I thought it was later than that. 1898. That was like 1920. Well, it's crazy. You never read The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nope. All right. <clears throat> the first, since we we Justice League did just come out, we see Batman and Superman on the screen. Uh, the first full live-action Batman serial, or the first live-action Superman serial, which came first? Let's give you guys just a second to write down your answers. Mr. Higa. Superman. Superman. Steven. Superman. Jessica. Superman. Neff. Superman. Jackie. Batman. EJ. Batman. The correct answer is Batman came out in 1943. Superman came out in 1948. Oh, wow. The first Superman serial, Batman only came out one year after Superman. 
thought Superman came out. 38, 39. But the first Batman serial was slated to come out in 1942, but uh, they couldn't get the rights to the character from the comic book company, so they ended up rewriting the script into something called The Revenge of Dr. Satan or something like that. So the the Batman Batman movie came out quickly, but the Superman one stayed in development hell for another uh, another several years. That's insane. Is that with George Reeves? What does Satan have a PhD um, I, I, um, I imagine youth ministry. Hate. I'm not sure. Can Calligraphy. You, can you talk about <laughs> women's studies? Um, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, sidekicks. Robin the Boy Wonder or James Bucky Barnes? Which came first? Robin or Bucky? Scott. Robin. Robin. Steven. Robin. Jackie. Robin. Jessica. Robin. Neff. Bucky. EJ. Oh. Robin. Robin, 1940. Bucky, 1941. Uh, Never mind. I got really scared. I didn't know scared. when Robin came out. Thing. I just knew that Bucky came out around uh, the World, World War, II. War II. Yeah, they were both they were both very contemporary to one another. All right, we have a lot of these things, so we're going to keep going quick. Um, okay. Uh, the first time that we hear with a voice actor the character Link on a Nintendo console or the first time we hear Mario voiced on a Nintendo console. And I say Nintendo console, so it's not including CDI games or, or other non-canonical Mario or Zelda adventures. The first time we hear the voice of Link or the first time we hear the voice of Mario. Scott. Mario. Steve. Mario. Jessica. Mario. Neff. Link. Jackie. Mario. EJ. Mario. Mario voiced June 23rd, 1996. Link, November 21st, 1998. Yeah, because I know Super Mario 64 was a launch title. That's correct. And then Ocarina of Time followed it up. So, oh, very wow. good. Uh, the, the interesting thing, the guy, Charles Martinet, who does the voice of Mario, actually started doing the voice of Mario at Nintendo trade shows. Before there was even a game, they had a digital puppet that uh, would mask his, uh, it would follow his facial movements and mouth movements so he could talk to people at trade shows. That's cool. And they just kept him on for the games. Venom makes his first appearance or Tim Burton's Batman movie. Tricky when Venom makes his first appearance in The Amazing Spider-Man or Tim Burton's Batman movie, Scott. Batman 1989. Batman 1989. Steven. I say Batman 1989. Jessica. I say Batman. Neff. Venom. Batman. Jackie. Batman and EJ. Batman. Venom made his first appearance in The Amazing Spider-Man 300, May 1988. Dang it. Oh. Dang it. Batman, One June 23rd, 1989. How's it going? So there you go. Wow. And the, and Did you know that? Did you guess that? No, I knew that. I feel like I feel like he knew that. that. I feel like he knew that. Uh, Someone didn't know it, and it was Steven. The next category is things that my wife thinks are hot. Hey. (laughs) The Easy Bake Oven debuts, or Robert Downey Jr. is born. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Easy Bake Oven or Robert Downey Jr. Which came first? (laughs) Scott. Easy Bake. Easy Bake. Steve-O. Easy Bake Oven. All right. Jessica. RDJ. R.D.J. Neff. Easy Bake. Jackie. Robert Downey Jr. E.J. Easy. Easy Bake Oven was introduced in 1963 by Kenner. Robert Downey Jr. was born April 4th, 1965. Oh, yeah. So the Easy Bake Oven came first. Because I was like, I know he's older than he looks. I was like, I don't know. All right. uh, (laughs) Things things that start at small. What is Uh, R.J. 52? 
apparently a lot of the according to the math according to the math that we just did in our head yes said it was in his 40s like late 40s no sir he was at one point all those all those drugs from the 80s have preserved him yeah whoa somebody else's bed he got a lot of sleep all right uh things that started small marvel's ant-man movie or the nerd of god cast Oh. Which came first, the Nerd of God cast or Marvel's Ant-Man movie, Scott Higa? Oh, I'm trying to remember because I think we started our show before you guys, but barely. But barely. So I'm going to say Ant-Man. Ant-Man well, came first. Somebody ended their podcast before us. Oh, Neff. Come on. <laughs> Shots are fired. Wow. <laughs> they didn't end. They're on hiatus. Scott, I, There's I, a difference. I'll, I'll have him flogged for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he shall be flogged again. Hi. In, in all fairness. It's okay, you were mean to me. If, if, we're, if we're doing the number of episodes, <laughs> the number of blog posts, it's not really a contest. If we're doing the number of intelligent content, we still have a long oh, way yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get rid of that, and you'll catch up really fast. Oh! Oh, that's fine. Return yeah. shots. <laughs> it's a shootout. Okay, so he said. Oh, we're done. We're done with this. We're done. <laughs> so no says, more. We're done. Steven, what do you that's say? It. Uh, what was it? Ant Man. Ant Man. <laughs> like, yeah. I say Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man came out guess. June 29, 2015. Yes. We came out August 10th, 2015. So, so by like, about a month and a half. I knew it came out in the summer, and we came out the end of the summer. Good job, Scott. Are you guys, hey, Scott, Neff? Can you guys hug it out real quick? Just I hug you. I, I love Neff. Okay. I interact with him more than anybody else on the dog crew. Thank you. Oh. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks, Slack group. Okay, so this one, th- this next couple questions are going to have a very distinct theme. So sorry, but my mind got on a track. Are we and... about to get into like Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> no, 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 no. And Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay. The first yeah, appearance. Yeah, do those all win. <laughs> <laughs> first appearance of the Punisher, or the first Cracker Barrel opens. <laughs> what? Well, I know when Gregor Bros established, I eat there all the time. The first appearance of Marvel's The Punisher or the first the opening of the first Cracker Barrel restaurant. I love Cracker Barrel. Scott, pull, pull up a pull up a rocking chair and and, and, and a, a giant checkers, checkers board Cracker Barrel. Tell us what you think, Cracker The Punisher or Cracker Barrel? The closest Cracker Barrel is 4 hours away, so I'm going to oh, say The wow. Punisher. The Punisher came first, Steven. I'm going to say The Punisher. Jess. I'm saying Cracker Barrel. EJ? Uh, EJ. Cracker Barrel. Neff. <laughs> it's hard I prefer for, to be called EJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to remember everyone's name. It's okay. Cracker Barrel. And Jackie. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel opened up in 1969. The Punisher first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man 129, cover dated February 1974. Yep. Cracker up? Barrel came first. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> You're way too excited. Yeah. 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 Go, Cracker Barrel. Take that, Punisher. <laughs> Chick-fil-A Wait, or Daredevil? Oh. Chick-fil-A or Daredevil? Uh, Chick-fil-A, please. <laughs> Which came first, Scott Higa? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Steven? Daredevil. Yes. Chick-fil-A. No. Daredevil. Jackie? Chick-fil-A. EJ? Daredevil. Daredevil number one came out April 1964. According to their website... Chick-fil-A was founded in May of 1946. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to work It was Good technically founded as the, dwarf ha- as the dwarf house. You were but the cow. I was the cow. The small cow. The little one. The one that dances. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> oh, like Nick, that, Nick, you missed an opportunity to get that on camera. The first appearance. Too late now. I won't do it again. The first appearance of the Green Lantern or oh. the first Jack in the Box oh. restaurant. 
We don't have Jack in the Boxes anymore. Yeah, we don't I know. have. This, is, this have is for any. Mr. Higa's benefit. Like I know, it, I know exactly when Green. We do not have Jack in the Box here at all. Missing anything. Well, you can get a taco. And hamburger. Well, you can, Look, I, I know what happened in the late You can do that at Hardee's, or as Scott would know, at Carl's Jr. Yeah, I don't Hardee's. So I know I'll say the Green Lantern. Green Lantern first? All right. Steven. Alan Scott, Green Lantern. Jess. I'm going to say Jack in the Box. Neff. Green Lantern. Jackie. Jack in the Box. EJ. Green. Green Lantern. Alan Scott was created in 1940. Yep. Jack in the Box, the American fast food restaurant chain, was founded February 21st, 1951. Yes, sir. Green Lantern was first. Yeah, yeah boy. Now All right. Five. How are we doing on our scores? Everybody? I've got five. I've got six. Okay. Six. I'm not counting. <laughs> <laughs> I got eight. That's like, I just want to play. Math is hard. <laughs> I, like, I like saying things. Scott Higa, McDonald's yeah. or The Flash? Well, I know that. I know. Oh, he's king of the universe. <laughs> I, know that, I know that one too. DC's not, The Flash. Not that Flash. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Not Flash Gordon. Uh, uh, Flash McDonald's. Gordon, I believe, beats McDonald's. I'm not sure. McDonald's, uh, Steven. The Flash. Jess. McDonald's. EJ. McDonald's. Jackie. McDonald's. Neff. The Flash. The Flash. Hey, Eric. Debuted in Flash Comics number one. Cover date was January 1940, mm-hmm. but the release date was actually November 1939. McDonald's opened up in 1940, so the Flash came out just a hair quicker. Just like That's he would, thing. just like he would have if he was in I don't know, a street a race, race with, with Mike, Superman. I was gonna say Michael Keaton, or with Ronald McDonald, or Ray A. Kroc, or Grimace. I, can I, know, I think anybody could be for Black Friday. I love that movie, The Founder. All right, Burger King or Namor the Submariner. How hungry were you, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know my secret, Scott? I'm, I'm always hungry. hungry. <laughs> uh, Burger King or <laughs> Namor the Submariner? Huh. What do you think? Namor. Steven. Namor. BK. Burger King. I'm going to go Namor. Namor because BK is gross. BK is that gross. BK is slow. Oh, you're right, it is Namor. BK is Only in Orlando. Slow. EJ. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. I don't think he would allow you to call him nay, nay. He would say Imperious Rex and like shoot you. Well, the thing you is, Namor came out before uh, Aquaman, right? Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. Namor was one of the first superheroes. All right. So, uh, the what did we say? Burger King came out, it, it debuted as the Insta Burger King. Um, founded in uh, Miami-Dade, actually, a hey. Florida no. restaurant. Uh, Burger King opened up in 1953. The uh, The first appearance of Namor the Submariner was in Motion Picture Funnies Weekly, April 1939. Wow. Yep. Oh, wow. So a big head start for the Submariner. So you can think about that next time. What was the, What's the name Subs of the, the fish sandwich? Burgers. They had the whaler sandwich. I don't know if they still call it oh, that no. at Burger King. It's called the Big Fish or something. Like yeah, the BK Big Fish. Fresh cod. It was easy to eat at Burger King more than I do. It was done as a counterpoint to the Whopper. The Whopper and the Whaler. Not important. Okay. call me Ahab. I think one more is on the list here. The debut of Taco Bell or The Amazing Spider-Man. In the future, we'll all eat Taco Bell. And use the three shells. In the future, I thought we'd only eat Fuddruckers. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say that word in front of me? Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch that video. Scott Higa, Spider Spider-Man. 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 All right, Stephen. Taco Bell. Spider-Man. 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 Well, let's hope I'm right. All right. Taco Bell. Here we go. 
and Spider-Man. Spider-Man came out in Amazing Fantasy number 15, August 1962. The first Taco Bell opened in Downey, California, March 21st, 1962. Taco Bell was first. Wow. What's up, Playa? What's up? I didn't know. Man. Yeah, so make a run for the border there. <laughs> um, all right, just 18 more to go. Okay. Um, what? No, just kidding. 17 more. Okay. We're marathoning this. We're gonna we're gonna get into a, into a little sportsy action here. Oh, okay. As as is our Oh, idiom. we're done with that theme. Yeah, we're done with that theme. I thought we were done too. We're done with the food thing. I threw my pen down triumphantly. Okay. Michael Jordan won his first NBA championship. Or Michael B. Jordan was born. Michael B. Jordan from the Fan Forstick movie, The Human Torch. Michael Jordan wins his first championship, or Michael B. Jordan is born. Scott Higa. Michael Jordan wins his first championship. Steven. Championship. Championship. EJ Neff. Championship. EJ. Championship. Jackie. Championship. Michael Jordan won his first championship in what year? 1986. 1989. 1991. Oh, that was the first year before he, three, he did a three-peat. He did 91, 92, 93. Then he oh. came back in 96, 97, 98. Something like that. That was 95, 96. I thought he was no, 90, 95, the Houston Rockets won against the Orlando Magic. Yeah. That was 94. And then 96 no. was the Bulls. Yeah. Not important. So it's 92, 93, 94. Yeah, it was, uh, so, yeah, Michael Jordan won in 1991. Michael B. Jordan was born in 1987. Oh, see, I thought. Well, I had my years. I didn't realize it was I, my age. So, had I had known I that I Michael, Michael Jordan B. won in 91, I would have gone with Michael B. Jordan. So Michael B. Jordan, a young four-year-old Michael B. Jordan, possibly cheering on his namesake. Because he's like his late 20s. He's 30. Yep. Wow. Really late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> They're so late. They're in their 30s. Really I thought he was younger than me. So late. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, the mediocre sequel question. Ghostbusters 2 or Back to the Future 2? Which came first? Steve-o. Steven, you better go. I, mean, I know one Back to the Future Scott Higa. Got. I don't know one. Ghostbusters. I know the answer um, to this. Ghostbusters 2. Steve-o. Ghostbusters 2. Yes. I'm going to say Back to the Future. E- Neff. Back to the Future. EJ. Back. Jackie. Back to the Future. Ghostbusters 2 came out June. What, when did Back to the Future 2 come out? It came out in 1989. What, oh. You don't know what day? I want to say July uh, 4th. Ghostbusters oh. 2 came out June 16th, 1989. Back to the Future 2 came out November 22nd, 1989. Ghostbusters 2 came first. Oh. Setting the did bar. You call, did what? Did you call Back to the Future 2 a mediocre sequel? Compared to, well, only because it predilected like Back to the Future 3. That's I mean, my favorite one. Oh, okay. I mean, no, I, I, I mean, it was Back to the Future 2 is one of the most iconic sequels as sequels go. I mean, the flying DeLorean, the hoverboard, uh, the future, Pe- Pepsi Perfect, Jaws 19, Alternate 1985, but the Cubs Michael winning Jackson. the World Series. Oh, yeah, that's why he it's likes it. Strangely, <laughs> strangely prescient. But Wait, yes. Jackie, what? Michael Jackson? Yeah, it was the, it was on the screen when he walks in the cafe. Yeah. But it's always more in it's, America. It's the yeah, Michael Jackson and Ayatollah Khomeini Mad Mac or Mad uh, Max Headroom. And uh, Ronald oh, Reagan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome yeah, to no, Morning in America. It's cool. But it's always morning. Welcome Even to the, the cafe 80s. Yeah, I know. It's, it's always morning in America. He the afternoon, noon, noon. Lay down, Stephen. <laughs> All right. History buffs. Here we go. Alexander Hamilton was born or the date was stamped on One-Eyed Willie's treasure map from Goonies. Ah, crap in uh, a hat. Jackie's like, I had it. Here's a cheat for you. It's also Chunk's top score on pole position. Oh, great. Totally the date on One-Eyed Willie's map or Alexander Hamilton was born. Scott Higa. One-Eyed Willie? Okay, Steven. One-Eyed Willie. Yes. I'm going to say Hamilton. Neff. Uh, One-Eyed Willie. EJ. Willie. <laughs> Willie, Jackie. Willie. Jackie. Alexander Hamilton. 
Alexander Hamilton was born. If you just did have to guess. No, no, no. When he was born. Yes. I would have said that Alexander Hamilton was born in like 17... 50. I'm going through the songs because he's fresh out of he's either come right on, before college out of college right before the revolution so he would have been fresh out of college at 26 no and I said around the 50 I said 1776 I know around, I said in starts. the 50s 1750 Se- okay. I would have guessed Alexander Hamilton was born January 11th 1757 and the one-eyed Willie's map was 1632. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. So one-eyed Willie comes first. I had to think about pirates. I was like, when when did pirates? All right, just like nine left. Um, All right, the first space shuttle, which was what? Uh, Discovery. Enterprise. Challenge. (laughs) Nope, not challenging. The Columbia is exactly right. The first space shuttle or Bruce Lee's last movie, which came first, Bruce Lee's last movie or the first space shuttle? Bruce Lee's last movie. Are you? Like no, that's this, what I'm saying. That's that's my answer. Okay, no, no, I know, but I was just, I, I didn't, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel uncomfortable because of the Asian connection. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, He's Chinese. A wide, a wide berth of of of, uh, of white man's guilt here. I don't know. Uh, all right, so he says Bruce Lee's last movie came first. Steven. Space shuttle. Jess. Last movie. Neff. Space shuttle. EJ. Bruce. Movie? Bruce Lee's last movie. Bruce Lee died in 1972, okay. but his last movie didn't come out until years later. Mm. The first space shuttle went off, the Columbia, April 12, 1981. The last movie, Game of Death, was released in 1978. Oh, wow. So Bruce Lee's last movie came first. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know when, Bra- I didn't wait, know when wait, Bruce wait. Lee died. The first I thought he died space shuttle? Mm-hmm. The first space shuttle. So what went to the moon? Not, not a, a shuttle. shuttle. A rocket. A, a rocket. Oh, yeah, it? Apollo, Apollo 9. You have been born <laughs> in Rio. What went to the moon? <laughs> you live 40 minutes away from the Kennedy Space Center. Stanley Kubrick, that's what went to the moon. In my mind, what a space shuttle moon? and a rocket are the same exact thing. Stephen's about to throw out his the whole moon landing was faked thing. Stanley All right, well, then who went to the moon? Stanley Kubrick did a phenomenal Game, set, job. match, flat earth people. <laughs> it was the people who are on Adelaide. <laughs> To the mines they go. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're gonna kill that right now. The last episode <laughs> of Star Trek. Yes. No, we'll start the, the first episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, or the last episode of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Wait, which one? Know. Which Either came first? He-Man. Which He-Man? <laughs> the original run <laughs> of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. They had a remake in the 2000s that won. Oh well, original. I'm definitely talking about that one then, Quentin. It won Emmy awards. It doesn't matter. Did the first one win Emmy Awards? Your mom won so. Emmy Okay, so Award. what's better, the Batman or Batman the Animated Series? <laughs> Your mom. Okay. Because the Batman won Emmy Awards. Can we finish Steven, the game? we are cutting into Paw Patrol time here, okay? So let's let's move on. Uh, first episode down. of The Next Generation or the last uh, episode of Masters of the Universe? Scott Higa. Well, the first episode of The Next Generation was in September of 1987. Yes. So I'm going to say that was... <laughs> that is oddly specific, sir. It was after that. So He-Man, the last episode of He-Man was first. Okay, Steven. Last episode of He-Man. Jess. I'm saying He-Man. Neff. Uh, He-Man. EJ. He-Man. Jackie. He-Man. Uh, straight He-Man. He-Man. Straight He-Man. That's He-Man. So the first episode of, of Star Trek Next Generation was, in fact, September 28, 1987. The last episode of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe was November 21st, 1985. Hey. I was going to say, it was already in syndication by the time I was born. The Dolph Lundgren film. Not the Dolph Lundgren film. We don't speak That's of that. It. But what about the 2000s? Yeah, what about it? It won Emmys, from what I understand. Apparently. The last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, <clears throat> or the first Super Smash Brothers game. Oh, 
Which came first, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation or the first oh, Smash, Smash Brothers game? I was thinking Mario and then you said Smash. Scott Higa! Well, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation was in 1985 and I cried. Wait, 1985? no, no, no. 1985? 1995, sorry. You just, you just created a paradox, sir. Thank you, Scott. Uh, so I'll say... Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers came first. Steven. Next Generation. So the, let's talk about the most recent Smash Brothers game, for the or the most recent Land Before Time movie. What? Uh, no, the, I don't know. Land Before Time seventy nine. The most recent Smash Brothers or the most recent Land Before Time, which came first? Oh. I don't know why you're so excited it's, about this. It's Scott's first. Scott goes I'm sorry, first. Scott's first. Scott, the most recent Smash Brothers, the most recent Land Before Time. I thought you meant Land of the Lost, and I was really <laughs> No. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll table the, the adventures of Marshall, Will, and Holly for a moment. I know Duck Tooth and Long Necks and Sarah, so Land Before Time. Wash your Sarah, mouth, sir. Sure. Sharp Tooth, yep. Ducky. Okay. Uh, he says Land Before Time. Steven. Land Before Time. Jess. Uh, Land Before Time. Neff. Um... I'll say, what was it? I'm sorry. Ma- the most recent Smash Brothers <laughs> or the most recent Land, Land Before Time? Which came Before first? Time. Land Before Time? No, EJ. wait, wait, sorry. Smash Brothers. Land. Uh, Land Before Time. EJ never finishes full words. <laughs> the most recent Smash Brothers for the Wii U came out November 21st, 2014. The most recent Land Before Time movie, which is Land Before Time 14, Journey of the Brave. Nope. Came out in 2016. Yeah. So Smash well, no. Brothers. Did they come out with the Smash Brothers for the um, Switch? No, for the Wii U. No, Nintendo DS. Just like last year, they it came, came out, out at the same time as the one for the Wii U. Same. Actually, about a, a couple weeks ahead of time. A couple weeks ahead of the one. Oh, for the Wii U. I just remember it being like a new thing when I got my DS like a year and a half ago. Same thing. 2014. Yeah, it wasn't like, a year and a half ago. Well, then you're late to the party. <laughs> Then why was it so popular? Because it's a, it's it's a Smash Brothers. As I mentioned earlier, it's a first-party Nintendo game. They never stop losing popularity. Also, that's when the DLC, like Cloud Strafe and all that kind of stuff, was coming out. Maybe that yes, was Cloud cool. Strafe, which is not his name. Uh, the Cloud first, Strife. The first Cloud Land Man. Be- Neff. Okay. <laughs> the first Land Before Time movie, or the first George Bush elected president. Oh, I know this one. Which came first? The oh. first Land elected Before Time took movie? Office. Or love- the first George Bush elected okay. president? Oh, the first. I, I love Scott's like, ah, oh, wait. <laughs> Scott Higa. Uh, I know this one. Which came first? Land, Land Before Time. Steven. Land Before Time. Jess. I'm saying Land Before Time. Neff. George H.W. Bush. EJ. Bush. Jackie? Land Before Time. Okay, when was George Bush elected president? November 1987. 1988. 1988. Oh. It's the election year, ends in eight, yeah. November 1988, who did he run against? Oh. You guys are young. Oh, yeah, no. Reagan? Mike, no, no, he was Reagan's vice president. Yeah. 
Oh, Michael uh, Dukakis, Nader, very good. Ralph Nader. I can only picture. I kept wanting to say Bob Dole, but that was his. No, no Ralph Nader. I can. Oh, that was Michael Ralph Dukakis. Nene. I can only picture John Lovitz playing Michael Dukakis on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> uh, yes, George Bush was elected president November eighth, nineteen eighty-eight. The first Land Before Time came out November eighteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. George uh, Bush was elected cool. first. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's Very cool close. Too. I've seen that movie so many times. Um, we all have. I have him on VHS. How about this Me one? Too. George W. Bush elected president or the PlayStation 2 released. So George oh, Bush wow. 2 or the PlayStation 2? Which came first? Oh. Scott Higa. Um, PlayStation. PS2. No. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. That PlayStation. 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 No, George Bush. George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make up your mind. Is that man. your final answer? W. 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 George W. Yes. Oh, oh, that George W. <laughs> yes, George Washington was elected first, Stephen. George Good Washington. job. George <laughs> Wallace? Uh, PS2. PS2. Neff. Uh, I'm going to go with the George W. Bush. EJ. Bush. 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 George W. Bush <laughs> was elected president November 7th, 2000. The PlayStation 2 was released in North America October 26th, 2000. PS2 for the win. Because uh, I, I, thought, I thought that it was released like in no, like late November. Oh, no. I and thought no matter, it was released in 1999. So and no matter what your politics lucky. are, the PlayStation 2 infinitely more popular. <laughs> and the last one will be this. My birthday, my origin down to this planet, or... The release of the Atari 2600. Scott Higa. Um, trying to remember what year you were born. The you. You came first. I the came you. first. Yeah. I just had a birthday, Jackie. I know. Well, I know the day, but How I don't know. How old did I turn year. on my birthday? I don't know. Don't tell her. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jackie. <laughs> Uh, You're Steven, still 33 in my you head. You came first, Tony. I came before the Atari 2600. I, I believe you came before. Thank you. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> Neff. Uh, you. EJ. Tony. Jackie. You. I came out November. <laughs> you were released. Congratulations. <laughs> I literally did. Man, course. it's been a long time. Man. I'm glad and, you're. And oh. sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> My birthday, uh, November 20th, 1977. The release of the Atari 2600, September 11th, 1977. The Atari came first. That is unfortunate. I missed out on the the Atari and Star Wars. Yeah. Dang it, man. Uh, so let's tally up our scores. Scott Higa, are you keeping keeping score at home? Yeah, I only, I only got 12. Steven. I, I only got 12. Jessica. Nine. EJ. Thirteen. Neff. If it makes you feel any better, I also missed the Atari and Star Wars. Oh, that's sorry. What was your score? <laughs> I didn't have. I, I didn't keep four. four. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. I stopped counting at nine. All right, so I think EJ wins. Congratulations, Yay. EJ. Yay. Yay. EJ's won a game. Yay. EJ won. Uh, so Scott, the reason the reason we called you tonight, and now we're like a half an hour into this conversation with you, but the reason that we called you tonight is because we wanted to talk a little Justice League, and you yeah. you saw this movie. So before I we weigh in on it, we want the official Christian nerd review of DC's The Justice League. You have the floor, it sir. Was, yeah, it was remarkably okay. <laughs> okay. Could you elaborate, please? Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't offensive in any way. It was well made. Like, I just always assume that a bad movie is like an Ed Wood movie where you see the microphone in the shot 
the monster runs in the door and the whole set shakes. So <laughs> it, it was very well made. So I enjoyed that part of it. I thought that some of the CGI was a little rough. Steppenwolf, is that the dude's name? That, that is his name. I don't, yeah. I don't know why he needed to be CGI. He could have been. Isn't it the dude from Game of Thrones? Isn't he Steppenwolf? Sure. I think the big, sure. The big wildling. I don't know. Why not? So, so yeah, it was. I was, was told okay. that that Steppenwolf was actually leftover uh, textures from Dobby at the house elf, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> I thought it was, sure. it was, cre- it was creature. We'll hours. <laughs> Basically the same thing. So remarkably okay. What was your what was your favorite part? What was something that stuck out to you as a better than okay part? If there was anything, I I really liked. I and it's funny. It's weird because you watch it because you're trying to be like, oh, that was a that was a. Zack Snyder part that was a Joss Whedon. Did part. you did you guys in, find that yes. like obvious? Yes, some parts, yeah. Gotcha. In some parts, absolutely. Like, Dialogue the part wise, that I really enjoyed was when Aquaman with they were having their little heart to heart, and Aquaman starts telling all that stuff. Oh. He's sitting on the lasso of <laughs> truth. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, that's definitely a Joss Whedon, but it also was very funny. I enjoyed it. And for the, for the record, we're going to be liberal with our spoilers on this for the next oh, few I'm minutes. Sorry. So no, no, that's okay. We're we're we're, oh. we're we're talking freely about this because I, I think the way that the 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 trending is going on the the earnings for this movie, yeah. I think everyone who's seen it is has seen see it. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think we're. So, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that part. That was a I, that I was a cute part. Like I thought that was, that was really great. original. I've yeah. not seen a movie do something quite like that before, and yeah. I thought that was that was a unique part of Justice League. I like the relationship between the Flash and Cyborg. I thought that was good. Them both being younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Gal Gadot is. I mean, she's going to become iconic as Wonder Woman, like Tony Stark is to to Iron Man. She's, Absolutely. She's so yes. good as Wonder Woman. She's the Christopher I, Reeve of DC now. Yeah. So, so those are the parts I liked, and then, you know, maybe other people want to share what they liked, and then we can get into what, you know, maybe I'm, what we didn't I'm like. I'm saving you for last, Neff, so so calm down over there. <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> eating the pop filter. Jackie and Jess, did you guys see the movie? I did not yes. get a chance to, no. Okay, so are you but, averse to our spoilers? I, I will tell you this. Right off, right off the gate, there is no part of this movie that is spoiler, uh, that is able to be spoiled. There was nothing that that I saw in this movie that I didn't see already in a trailer, mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. feel like there was any plot points that came up that I went, "Wow, what a twist!" Um, <laughs> what a twist. I just wow. thought, okay, it was pretty by the numbers, exactly what I expected, which wasn't bad. I wasn't mad at yeah. that, uh, but but there was no like, oh my goodness, that would that was a huge spoiler moment. Um, so Jess, what did you think? It was better than I expected. Okay, but it still wasn't great. Like the CG was definitely noticeably. <laughs> Not up to par. Did did anybody else? And I didn't, but I've heard this. Was anybody else like taken aback by the Henry Cavill mustache deal? In the I first wasn't scene. First, the first and scene. And then I just forgot about it. I did. I never noticed it. No, neither the did very I. first I've, scene when they're doing like the handheld uh, kid yeah, on his phone. That's where I noticed. That's it. That's where I noticed it the most. I was like, that looks absolutely terrible. And then, but later on in the movie, I was like, it, it looks really good. I I couldn't tell. And now it was only for the reshoots. That it wasn't. It wasn't for the whole movie that they had to CGI it out. Okay. It was just when for the things he got called back for. Yeah. That first scene was rough i was like that looks really gross right okay uh what what else do you think jess um there had been some uproar about the amazon's costumes yeah. being i heard a that bit a little skimpier. more scanty yeah, yeah. Scanty. and i did notice that because one of the extras had you know come out and said you know well in wonder woman you know those are their training costumes no you need more armor when you're actually in battle so that doesn't fly with me hmm so I definitely noticed the difference between the female director and the female designers and the male director and the male mm. designers. I was looking for mm. it, but, yeah. but the scenes that they were in were, had such action and movement to it, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like they were diminished by it. I, I think I expected it and expected to be frustrated by it, and I wasn't, because 
the Amazons are bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. whole scene with the Amazons protecting the, the mother box oh, from from uh, yeah. Steppenwolf that is um, so cool. was was actually really cool. But some some more armor would have helped. Well, sure. Maybe they weren't prepared for battle that day. Maybe they were. It was a lounge. They were day. watching. They knew it was coming. They they they, they, no knew, they said something. They hey, they said, hey, something's point. wrong with the box. Oh, he, they weren't expecting. <laughs> They're guarding something that is detrimental to the world survival. They didn't know that giant minotaur was going to be coming through a hole in the sky. Then you know we have yeah, no. They've been through it before. Maybe, and, but it's, it's been a while. Thousands of years. It's been a long Look, time. Look, if they know where Diana came from and they knew all about Ares in that battle, they knew about the battle with Steppenwolf too. I'm just saying. Maybe it was but maybe it was Casual Friday. You don't know. <laughs> casual Friday. Casual Friday. Uh, you know, it's been a long time on Themyscira. EJ, what what was your thoughts, man? Man, I, uh, I love how Scott put it. Remarkably okay, because the whole time <laughs> I just I, I said to myself. And we talked a little bit about this afterward, Tony, when we watched it. But it was like I was I was waiting just to. to kind of not like it and at the end I, I didn't I couldn't say I didn't like that movie but it, nothing really stuck out to me that was like man this is this is solid I just the action was really great in it um I personally enjoyed Aquaman I don't know it's kind of random but I enjoyed Aquaman a lot I like the kind of like the vulnerability a little bit of Batman and seeing him in a team setting where mm. I'm really used to just seeing Batman just take the lead and he's just kind of like a one-man army and then being in a JL like it's just cool to see the position he plays um, in a, as a teammate. So I enjoyed watching that on screen. But other than that, I mean, it was okay. The story was eh, but the action was pretty cool. And Let, I, let I me build it. off of what you just said because I, I, that was one of my problems going into it was that Batman's not a team player. He doesn't play nice mm-hmm. with others. Yeah. And, and he's going to be the last guy that wants to join a league, much less start a league. Yeah. But in, in the context of the movie, that he's the Batman who knows he's getting old. You know, you can, yeah. like yeah. you see, this is the first time I've ever seen Batman take an alcoholic beverage before. You know, like he knows he's beat, he's old, he's trying to numb some pain, he's past his prime, and he's looking for he's looking for his exit this is this might be the like batman saying i've got to get somebody to cover where i can't cover anymore i can't fight against these these people coming down from from Mm -hmm. outer space and it kind of his league kind (laughs) of sorry it kind of showed um a little bit I i like that the fact that um they made him a little more vulnerable against uh Parademons, because it, it, he is still like he doesn't have any superpowers. Um, he, he's rich. He's rich. That's his power. But um, like I, I've got, I'm kind of glad that they made him. Like he definitely played a role. He still kicked a bunch of Parademon, but yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't like he could really stand his own against Steppenwolf. But he was playing the part of like being the strategist and telling everybody what they got to do, make sure they do it, and then doing his own part to help. Like cyborg and and Flash do their thing, at the end where he's like and even in that uh that tunnel scene when they're in the tunnel and he's just like he's grappling up these parademons and whatnot and he's just beating the crap out of them against the wall and it's like see that's a guy who doesn't have superpowers but still is holding his own against things that yeah. other superheroes have str- have are struggling with and you know you got this guy who Batman's larger than life. And you can see that in the first scene that we see him in the movie, you know, the guys, you know, breaking out of the building and Batman oh, yeah. comes I love up to that him. first scene. Yeah, and Batman's just like, you see Batman. He's just this holy terror. I mean, everything from, even the scenes that we see from Suicide Squad, you know, Batman comes in and he's just, yeah. he's fighting against all these guys. You got assassins and you got guys with wind-up penguins, you know, and, and whatnot. And here's this this mega, iconic, terrifying figure. But now he's on a stage that's much larger than he is. Yes. He can't, he, I, 
Although in the comic books we say Batman has a contingency plan, he can beat anybody, whatever. Um, he's standing in a room with uh, this this league of people that every single one of them can beat him down easily. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see the, the way that his role shifts from this larger-than-life persona to the kind of guy who begins to take real leadership one of the greatest moments in the movie was when Flash is like, I don't know what to do, and Batman's like, rescue one person. Yeah, save yeah. one person. Save one person, then you'll know what to do. Yeah. You know, And, and yeah. it's like, that was really cool. That was Batman leading, and that's a Batman move. That's what Batman would have done with Robin. That's what yeah. Batman would have done with Batgirl. Yeah. And they still have him as like a little bit of a strategist. Like when he figures out uh, the noise that like messes with the parademons, he takes and amplifies it through oh, the yeah. Batmobile speakers. It's like, okay, that's a bat. There's a lot of things in this movie that I was very happy that they got Batman right. And it was small things like that one. Another one is like when he's like, he's going to doing something and he goes, Alfred, what am I looking at? And then you see Alfred in the bat cave up front of the screens and he's like giving Bruce direction based on what he sounded like. That's mm-hmm. like, you didn't really get that a whole lot in the Nolan universe. You got a little bit, but yeah. not like a whole lot. It really felt like, like, like Batman. And that, that was to me the best part of the, of the the 15 minutes of Batman versus Superman where they were doing that together was the best part of that movie. With mm-hmm. the Alfred Batman thing, you can see these guys have been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And they, they know well, how it works. And Jeremy Irons plays a very good Alfred in that yeah. aspect. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott, what did you think about um uh, about Commissioner Gordon? I want him to be Jake or. I want him to be J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Batman is a menace. <laughs> so do you, do you think he did a good job as Gordon, or do you, do you just yeah, want I him mean, to there be? Wasn't, there just wasn't much for him to do. You know, what I what I heard today, and, and um, I don't know if it's true or not. It's a rumor that um, they're talking who's going to be J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man universe. Did you hear who they're? Ron Swanson? Ron Swanson. <gasps> yes. No. Yes. Nick, Nick, yes. yes. That's oh. so weirdly perfect. I'm I was hoping so it'd be Gary Oldman so you just swap the the people. I was still hoping it would, I still had a hope hopeful I'm, I'm glad that you've heard that too. Either. That makes me feel a little more I didn't hear I that. I desperately want that. Oh. Uh, I heard it and I'm, I'll give a shout out real quick since it, we can be the triumvirate uh the of of Christian Nerd Podcast. There's a podcast they they reached out to us the other day. I don't know if they've talked to you, Scott. Uh, yeah, I think what would Jesus watch? Would that? Jesus okay. watch that? Yeah, has, has that guy yes. talked to you? Yeah, I, I listen. I, I think we listened to the same episode. The that's where I heard Justice. That as well. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, we, so, so we did not double double source that. No, we did not. Uh, really, really nice guy. I, I listened to the episode. I like their podcast. Uh, it, they're real good conversation, real lively. I don't agree with some of the stuff that they said, but I enjoyed the way they said it. Real, real interesting. So, if you're out there and you're looking for uh, a podcast to fill the void between the uh, the intermission that the Christian nerd is on and the imminent cancellation of the Nerd of God cast. <laughs> Don't let the sins of one affect the sins of the, the, the sins. outcome of all of us. If your uh, if your right nephew right, offends you, cast it out. It's like this. Don't let the sins of the father fall to the children. Time to do an Arrested <laughs> Development type deal. So okay, the flashback scene, Neff. This is your moment. They're having <laughs> in this movie. They have a flashback to the original battle with Steppenwolf, yeah. and we see for the first time in the DC extended universe. A green, <laughs> a green by God lantern. Um, do we know what Green Lantern that was? Is that important? No, but he has a cape, so I, I just going off trying to. So, go for so that. he does. He's not clearly not working with Edna Mode. No, no, no capes. Okay, and he dies. Okay, and he does die. Yes. and then the ring goes flying off. Oh, and it flies off, which so is kind of cool because it flies off exactly. Like, like it doesn't even wait. Like it doesn't even be like, oh, but, it's like whoop, gone. But, no, but it doesn't. Okay, whoop. It doesn't whoop. It goes. Whoop, 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 and then it goes <laughs> Wait, how did that go? Hey, whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. <laughs> what was in gr- the comics? In the comics, 
the ring when it when a host dies, the ring like there's a little it just freaks out. It freaks out in midair and then it shoots off to find its other person. And it did. And it did exactly like in the comics nope. in the movie. And I was like, yeah. release. And and I thought that was an interesting scene. Now now there's there's some things in this movie that I don't know that anybody else picked up on because I haven't seen it anywhere else, but I might be wrong. Scott, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in that flashback scene where they're <laughs> fighting against, uh, w- is it possible that that was an early incarnation of Shazam? I didn't, Firing I didn't lightning fire at, at this oh, thing. Wait a minute. Because they're talking about the, I mean, they're talking about these, these old gods the and everything wizard. like that, but you got Shazam, the, you know, strength of uh, wisdom of Solomon and strength of Hercules yeah, and Atlas. And Shazam, yeah. I'm just saying it could be Shazam fire. I mean, there was no other explanation for it, but he was the dark haired kind of Shazam archetype. They have a red and I've song. heard, I've heard some people say, Oh, did Zeus, but that doesn't make any sense, but well, they're definitely Aries setting up a Shazam movie. Well, Ares was there at was the battle. Was he at the battle? Yeah, because he was credited. I saw him in the, I saw David Thewlis in the credits, and I was like, what? And so I looked, and I didn't even see him in there, but he's credited as being there part of the battle. Well, I didn't even think to look in the credits, but I, it'd be interesting to me to see if it was possibly Shazam, since they are. that's one of the next movies coming out, mm. Yeah, in theory. It Honestly, could be. Nick and I thought it was Zeus, too. Like, we yeah, saw lightning. That like, just yeah. Seemed, yeah, that just seems a little like out of left field there. I don't know. If the Amazons are then their gods would be too. But I'm, Shazam. I'm just glad the stinking Green Lantern costume isn't all animated and ugly. It's got, <laughs> it, it's even got, oh, I watched it on YouTube so many times. That's got the little pop-up uh, uh, lantern symbol on his, like above his, his lantern. I heard that Ryan costume. Reynolds did the mocap for him though. Just kidding. Now what, what was great is you got, none of you guys experienced this because you didn't go see the movie with Neff and myself. But when, <laughs> when Green Lantern appeared on screen, I was sitting next to Neff, all of a sudden, Neff's hand just kind of rested on top of my hand like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> you got the full Neff. I got the full Neff. Cause, no, because it looks so good because, like, the hammer <laughs> that he made looked really cool because it, like, actually looked like he was actually creating a construct. And I just went over to Neff and I just kind of, like, tapped him on the shoulder. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> and I, oh, it was, uh, uh, uh. So here's one other thing. And, I, and mm-hmm. again, nobody, I have not seen this anywhere uh, on the Easter eggs for the movie. So I might be way, way, way off. But I want to see if you guys saw this, too. There's a scene, and it's when Wonder Woman stops the bomb from blowing up early in the movie. Oh, yes. The, mm-hmm. My first thought, before that even that scene even played out, you see the outside of the building, and, and above the door to the building, there was a crest. And I, I, I won't know it until the second time I see the movie because yeah. I, I can't find any pictures of it online or anything like that. But do you guys huh. remember what that crest looked like? I wasn't paying attention. No, it was a white crest with a red cross on it. It, it caught my eye because in in a very kind of dull, non 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 you know colorful scene in the room they were in, all around it were old what looked like um is it a, is it a frieze a painting of um the flag the white flag with the cross which is an I looked it up online it's an old British flag which is a weird for thing. Templars weird strange thing yes and what were the people that were going to blow up the thing what was their motivation. They were terrorists. They were religious terrorists. They were going to pure. They were going to purify this area by blowing it up. Yes. What was Azrael's group's whole mo? They were religious terrorists. They were going to raise and kill. Interesting. So I don't know. I thought it was like an interesting thing that it seemed. It seemed to me. I was thinking. Oh, I wonder if that's like a reference to Azrael. And then the next scene, they're going. Oh yeah, we're going to raise this whole area, blow it all up for the purity of God, which was definitely an Azrael thing. So I don't know if that was somehow related to. Do you think that Zack Snyder is that deep though? Zach Jeff Johns might be. He had a he had a what was it Janus Industries? Janus, yeah, Black Mask references, uh, Ace Chemicals oh, references, true, you know, true, different yeah. things like that. So there were there was lots of he stuff. He threw a Green Lantern in there, and not even the Green Lantern, just a Green Lantern. Yeah, just a random Green Lantern with a cape. 
Just for you. So I, I, I tend to agree with Scott. I think it was a. I kept waiting for the moment where I was gonna go. Ugh, this movie's terrible. I, I started. To, I took notes the whole time, and I was waiting for to for the eye roll moment. And at the halfway point of the movie, I began saying, "Oh, please, you've gotten this far. Like, don't. Me-. It's like when you're playing Donkey Kong and you only have one quarter left, and all of a sudden you're about to get the high <laughs> score. You're like, I can't believe I'm actually getting this far. I kind of didn't think I was gonna do it, but now I really hope I don't screw it up. I was going, please, just don't let anything stupid happen in this movie. You know, don't let uh, something dumb happen that's gonna mess this whole thing up. Mm-hmm. And it, nothing dumb ever happened. No, one thing I did like near the end, just real quick. Um, well, first thing, shout out to Danny Elfman for doing putting a little Batman triple gold star yes. for Danny Elfman for putting a little Batman, Batman animated mm-hmm. series and a little bit. Well, of I think wait, wait, no, no, it was a- Batman the movie. Oh, it was the movie yeah. one. The very yeah. similar scores. Though. It's the same yeah. score. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so yes, they're <laughs> remarkably similar yeah. in that he they're put, the same thing. He put that in there, and then he put in Superman's theme. The, right? Yeah, it was it was a um a dark version of Superman's. It so, but it like mixed it with the Hans Zimmer one, and it was like. Yeah. And I did like they brought back the Hans Zimmer. Oh, theme. I love it when they bring. Back and that was Hans one thing Zimmer that before thing. I saw the movie, Danny Elfman was in an interview that he he had talked to Warner Brothers and said one of the greatest things that you have that nobody else has is this rich musical history. Yeah. And 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 he did. He exploited it and I thought he did a great job. Danny That's Elfman good. is the man. I um, love him. The second thing was for Superman, one of the one of my favorite things that Superman did, well there was two things. There was the the flash thing where a flash is coming around and he just turns his And eyes. Superman turns and sees him and like, flashes yeah, his face like, like what? Oh, crap. what? <laughs> he can see me. That was a great, great moment. Wait, is he going as fast as I am? And then and he he's like just <laughs> catches him and throws it. Yeah. Uh the second one was when he's fighting Steppenwolf and all of a sudden he's like Citizens. Yeah, he stops and you he hears this. Save the citizens, and which leaves. justifies Superman after the entire Man of Steel. We don't care if we drop a city on everybody, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but that's such a Superman thing to do is to go like get the citizens out. And then first. they take it a one step further, where Flash goes <laughs> oh, yes. and he's pushing this this truck out of the way so that his family can get safe. And he turns and looks, and Superman's holding a whole building yeah. of people. <laughs> like Hall is like, yeah, I got this an entire apartment. As a DC <laughs> Comics fan, Neff, did you feel like like they they hit all the the right notes yes and they and they hit a little little bit of easter eggs i think um they've set up i think this first phase that they had going with the batman vs superman suicide squad man of steel wonder woman i think um it's definitely a uh getting the kinks worked out yeah. type of phase mm-hmm. um do you think though that because they're losing so much money on this movie that they're gonna reshuffle the deck and, well, and prematurely new 52 us i think they're going to get uh, less Zack Snyder and more other directors because so. they've seen from Patty was it Patty Jenkins yeah. did Wonder Woman yeah. she did a great job of Wonder Woman uh, I don't think if Zack Snyder had done the whole of Justice League that it would have been as enjoyable to watch as it is Yeah. Um, so having Joss Whedon in there was really good I think they just need to shuffle up their directors yeah. just the same way that Marvel has a lot of directors doing each one of their movies, yeah. like how it was Joss Whedon. And now it's the Russo brothers are in charge of the uh, the Avengers thing because they did really good with the um, uh, Civil, with War. Civil, Civil War and Winter really Soldier. Yep. So I think they need different directors to make each movie feel different because under Zack Snyder's thing, so dark. you had so dark. three, four, if you include Justice League, Zack Snyder movies that all had the same tone and it was it got really bland and it kind of sucked to watch because you're like I kind of I kind of like Man of Steel Batman vs Superman I you, you start losing me and now it's like but if you draw yeah. a line between Man of Steel and then Batman vs Superman 
and then Justice League, you really do have a three movie arc of the death and return of Superman. Oh, you do, you do, mm-hmm. yeah. And and I, I mean, so if you yeah. look at it like that, it, it's not a total waste. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman's definitely its own side thing. Suicide Squad is way off its own side. Now, thing. do you guys? How do you guys feel about Zack Snyder? How do you guys like Man of Steel? Because if we did it like the Marvel Universe, we could have Zack Snyder stick with Man of Steel and have. Like Matt Reeves stick with Batman mm-hmm. if he does go with Batman. No, Zack Snyder's done. Uh, Man of Steel was good, but it was unnecessarily dark, and I don't think it was super true okay. to the Batman ca- Superman no. character. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman did not have to let his father die. Uh, no. That was an, no. uh, and I don't know why they keep killing Jonathan Kent. I don't understand He's not why. Not dead in the comics. I don't understand why in every movie Jonathan Kent has to die. Apparently, uh, the hero needs to have dead relatives. Apparently, dead that's what Papa. it takes. Well, we're we're gonna wind this this conversation up real quick. And, and Scott, well, you've been on the phone with us for almost an hour. Are you still awake? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's, hey, it's, it's, it's like seven. It's, it's way early. It's early over there. It's bedtime for us. It's like yeah. Scott, time. I'll there. ask you one one last thing uh, before yeah. we before we jump off with you, and that is, uh, how did you feel about the post credits sequence, oh. the the final after credit sequence? Yeah, boy. I felt like everyone who goes and watches a Marvel movie and then has to look it up on the internet to see what it was. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know anything about DC. Oh, I am same. completely a Marvel kid. Now, if you had seen... And I have been for a long time. So, so not knowing anything about it, do you, what did you take from it? You, I mean, you obviously were able to identify Lex Luthor. I was able to identify Lex Luthor and Deathstroke. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Slade Wilson. And you, he's 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 Slade Wilson, and then it's Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson is a playoff. De- of Deadpool Slade was definitely was a really blatant ripoff of Deathstroke. Yeah. Okay. So he came, he's the chicken and the egg. Yeah. If you've ever yeah. seen Indeed. the Teen Titans animated show, he's Slayed. By the way, he's I was so glad, villain. speaking of Teen Titans, so glad that Cyborg got his booyah in. Yes, yeah. yes, that was, yes. That was great. That made me happy. So good. So well, d- does that, that last sequence give you, ooh, I want to see what's next for the DC Universe, or is it just, eh? Uh, I guess Deathstroke is a bigger deal than I thought he was. He's, yeah. he's basically bad Batman. Yeah, he's okay. really cool. Who's so like? Because for me, it's like I thought he was like a third tier character, mm-hmm. just yeah. hanging out with Lex Luthor. No, no, he's that, he's pretty top top of the heat. Depending on which version that'd of be him, like, yeah, like Norman Osborn's hanging out, and then Scorpion walks in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> depending on which version oh, hey. of Deathstroke, Deathstroke kind of has superpowers <laughs> and can fight the Justice League single handedly. Yeah, Death, and, Deathstroke is is basically the he's he, he's super he's Batman he's bad yeah. Batman and Death and Deathstroke. Just will do whatever he's hired to do because I've seen Deathstroke work alongside of the Justice League before yeah. as well. So he'll do whatever he's a mercenary. He has to do. He's a mercenary. Yeah. Is is there an Injustice League? Is that yes. what Lex yeah. Luthor was referencing? Well, there's an Injustice yeah. League and there's a Legion of Doom. I really hope it's Legion of Doom. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I want to see them have like the the, do- the wrestlers the sw- from the nineties. Yeah. What yeah, exactly. exactly? What a rush. Now, it'll probably be Ooh. Injustice League since it's going to be a play on Justice League. Like, let's have a league of our own. Uh, but I didn't. I don't I, think they need to Gina name it. Davis though. and Tom Hanks and Madonna. And <laughs> <laughs> the There's top no crying in, in the DC. Justice League. That is the top. There's a lot of crying. The in top DC. grossing yeah, baseball movie, by the way, is A League of Their Own. More than Moneyball. Interesting trivia More than, for you. Yes. More than Field can, of Dreams. Can I say something real quick? I wish you would. No. About Justice League. So my and I, I shared this with Neff before. Yes. But my biggest issue with these movies is that. There's a big difference between Marvel's heroes and DC's heroes, and that DC's heroes are these gods, they're these these pinnacles, these beacons that people should follow. Right. And at their best, that's what they should be. Yeah. Yet every director has chosen to make them not that. And so Marvel's characters are greedy, they're down to earth, they're just normal people. DC's characters are supposed to be these heroes and these beacons that we follow, but they haven't been that. I mean, 
Wonder Woman wasn't that. She's been hiding. Superman tried killing everybody again. He was that <laughs> at the end. Yeah. So I just really think DC's missing, and maybe that's what, you know, again, I'm biased towards Marvel, but maybe that's what makes Marvel's mm. movies more interesting is because the characterization is always already built into them from the mm. comics, whereas the DCEU is having to add the characterizations to characters that don't need it because mm. they're supposed to be these paragons. Yeah, when and you, that's kind of what I wrestle with. When J. Jonah Jameson says Spider-Man is a menace, you know, you want to you feel for Spider-Man because you know he's yeah. doing a good thing. When Batman gets mad at Superman because he leveled a city and killed a bunch of people, you're like, yeah, I kind of see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Super, yeah. Superman's a threat to humanity. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Pull out the kryptonite. <laughs> what happened yeah. if Superman decided to rip the roof off the White House? Yeah, absolutely. Dang it, Amanda Waller. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, good, good point. Good, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this uh, but we are going to jump listen to it in a week <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen scott Higa, how can they get a, in touch with you they can are you still blogging uh no maybe sooner or later <laughs> we'll we'll let you know about that but at scott Higa on twitter's best way or scott at the christianer.com i'm still out there talking and tweeting and thinking about these things so absolutely so, yeah. i appreciate the uh the collection of sean connery gifts that we exchanged <laughs> today oh <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> yes. Uh, very good. Scott Higa, the Christian nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for him. All right. Good night, guys. Good, Love you all. Good night, my friend. Say hey to Ron for Wait, us. He's coming to Orlando? He's coming to Orlando? Yeah, we hung up. Sorry. <laughs> Tweet good him. Good guy, man. Good guy. Tweet him. Are we done talking about Justice League? No, I we're not. Him? I actually, I, I want, I wanted to share a, another thing. What did you have? I a, have a slight complaint. and I th- About and Justice I thought, League? Yes, about the end of Justice League. Okay. Yeah. Clark Kent obviously died. Sure. People knew that Clark Kent died because people knew Clark Kent Superman uh-huh. died. No one seems to ask questions why they died on the same day, but that's beside the point. Well, a lot of people might have died in the battle. Yes, again, and sure. no one cares. But then at Clark the Kent. end of the movie, mm-hmm. Clark Kent's just back walking around town like yeah. he was never dead. That bothered me. Once again, yeah. no one cares about it's Clark like, Kent. It's like, yes, but people who knew that he died. Like Perry White and well, other people work at the, at the Daily, Daily Bugle Planet. Or the Daily well, Planet even anymore. even the thing when he comes back to life and he's and standing there, at the and same, like there's Clark. and it's there's like, a couple there's a couple of like policemen that yeah, are just there, like the driver that brought in Lois Lane, yeah. and it's like, hey, we're gonna need you guys to keep a secret, okay? Yeah, my <laughs> yeah, first thought, like, my I, first thought with the, like Bruce I'm calls like, him Clark, men in and black I'm like, or something. Bruce calls him Clark. I'm like, well, those cops are dead now. They have to take care of them. They have to. They don't even have Martian Manhunter to like wipe their mind or anything. Yeah. Um. So so this is the thing, and Scott mentioned this the the difference between the DC characters and the Marvel characters. And and I don't know, I, I agree with what he said, but one of the things that struck me the most about this movie versus the Avengers, where this movie actually shines a little bit over the Marvel counterpart, is the diversity of its cast. And I'm not just talking about age or, or gender or, or race or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about the background of their characters. So this is what we have in, in Avengers. Uh, we have uh, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, um, Hawkeye, Scarlet, or Scarlet Black, Widow. Black Widow, excuse me, um, Spider-Man, uh, War Thor. Machine, uh, Falcon, Thor. See, so you, you have that. That's your basic cadre of people in Avengers. Uh, just in the Justice League, we have Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Flash, Flash. and Cyborg. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. simple little group. So in that, we have a detective, a billionaire detective, I guess. But Batman's mm-hmm. kind of that's his deal. Is he's the detective. Um, you have the mythological goddess. You have the socially awkward nerd, and I mean, definitely. Who's really on his own? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, you have the reluctant king, very Simba, Lion King mm-hmm. sort of yeah. vibe. You have the angry 
I don't even know how to describe Cyborg. Like he's what the angry internet kid, like, like a jock. Like he's over, but he, yeah, but he's over. Well, like his character arc is that he's overloaded with information and he doesn't know how to control himself. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, technological puberty walking around. You know, like <laughs> like there's just so much overload of information. Like when he's he goes, to like, out. your body's gonna go through Superman some changes. He's sorry, he's like I don't know how to not make this like, a gun. <laughs> you don't have to who, be a gun. Who among us hasn't been there before in our oh, own ways? Puberty um, sucks. <laughs> I remember when I my can, hand first I turned can, into a gun. I, I, can, could, I, just, I couldn't go to the board and answer questions in math class or anything. Uh, and then you have an alien. You have so you have like this diverse group of characters. Now, if we flip that over to the Avengers, what are the Avengers? What, what's the breakdown over there? Yeah. We have a scientist, a scientist. <laughs> Oh God. Uh, oh, I, I, I'll, I'll be more specific. We have a, a rich scientist. Yeah. We have an angry scientist. Yes. Yeah. We have a young scientist, like a teenage scientist. We have a scientist who gets small. We've got a soldier. Like who's a teenage? Oh, Sp Spider Man. We have a soldier. 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 Wait a second. We have a reluctant king. And 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 not so reluctant. And king. a reluctant king. So hey. you, that's that's your that, but in, in there, they don't have the diversity of the, wait, the, wait, the character Nick, types. Nick that's interesting. Nick has Nick, to say. Ant Man is an engineer, not a scientist. Yeah, that's the same thing. He's a criminal. It's not the same Nick, I'm gonna, gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to turn your microphone on. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say he's a thief who gets. He's a small, computer engineer. If you get a degree, okay. wait, hold on a second. Oh. If you did a, get a degree for an engineer, it's a bachelor's in what? Science. It matters not. Science. But but his power his power supply his power it's source. Science based. It, okay, it's all science based. You. You, you get what I'm saying. I mean, you can yeah. break it down to whatever. Tony Stark is a mechanic, you know. But but there it's science. Yeah. So you get a scientist, a scientist, a scientist, a scientist, a soldier, a soldier, a soldier uh, war machines, a soldier, a Falcons, a soldier, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Captain America are soldiers. I mean, so interesting. You, you have, so th there's there's no real diversity amongst the crew, and it's not their fault, and it works because their characters shine in other ways. Mm -hmm. But you don't really have that diversity of like their role and their function are different. So it's different when and two reluctant uh, two reluctant kings. If you want to go Thor and yeah. and Black Panther. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you, <laughs> I mean, what about Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch, uh, yeah, she, she's, she's a miracle. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's and and when she develops a character, will uh, <laughs> right now Vision, oh. right now Vision is far more lifelike than uh, Ms. Olsen. Um, so I, I liked that diversity that came in in the roles that people played in Justice League and the way that they let those things play out. Um, Flash was fast, but he was hindered by his own insecurities of what to do. Yeah. Um, Aquaman's whole story arc of I'm angry at everybody and I don't want anybody to mess with me until I realized, wow, I'm, I didn't realize like what my story really was mm -hmm. and that I do have a role to play. Uh, and I'm not just, uh, you know, somebody who's doing this. And it's to, some very rushed exposition, but but it's effective yeah. exposition. Yeah, it's rushed, but it's effective. Yeah, uh, and, and the same thing. Cyborg, who I thought was going to be the biggest throwaway character in any comic book movie ever, was mm. very endearing. Yeah, and uh, and I was right there with him the whole time. I didn't even think he looked that fake. I, I thought he well, looked I like, remarkably he looked, good. When he's dragging yeah. his hand across the table. I I don't, I couldn't tell if that was practical or not. It it was it was surprisingly good. That's but, cool. But for a guy that had no character background except for a, a motion clip that was in Batman versus Superman, when by the time he shows up, just in that first scene between him and his father, I'm like, okay, I get what this guy's about. Yeah. 
and it was and he was not Batman in a in a robot suit. He was not Flash, you know, without the speed. He and was. They, they were all very different, and I appreciated that. They didn't even show him playing football like in the trailers. Like they didn't. They cut his. Whole, they cut a whole lot from the trailers, yeah. which I wasn't mad at. They, they cut, cut the whole spoiler that Jackie was mad about from the trailer. Oh, they did. The, yeah, he said you were coming. Yeah, never oh. happened. Not even yeah, never happened. Never, never happened. Once. Yeah. So <laughs> there, which they say that those trailers were put together based on Zack Snyder's cut. Really? And yeah, not, not hour, on Joss Whedon's cut. The three or four Which the internet is already saying, we want Zack Snyder's cut. And the no, internet, no, you're no, wrong, no, internet. No, <laughs> you are mistaken. Oh, you don't you know what you movie? want. The only way want Neff would want to see a Zack Snyder cut is if there's a Green Lantern in it. Yeah, mm. terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see because I don't want to waste my time. But I, I, I want to contrast it with this, and, and that is our role in the body of Christ. Because every single person, like everybody here, um, everybody across a, a, any church congregation, God didn't call us to just be soldier scientists. God didn't just call us to be, you know, paper dolls, fill We're in the blanks, king. colored by numbers, you know, just people. We're not defined, and, and, and forgive me if this sounds offensive or disrespectful to, to the Lord, and I don't mean it to be at all, but we're not just defined by the book that we read in common. Uh, which is one of the most wonderful and remarkable things about Christianity is that it's we don't fall in and become a clone or become brainwashed and just become cut out, paint by numbers. Like, oh, you believe in Jesus, I believe in Jesus, and we all march in step like we're some mindless Hitler youth of, of, of just automatons. Uh, because Christ in Jackie shines in a unique and, and vibrant and lively way and then Christ and Jessica shines a totally different way. Mm-hmm. It's no less Christ from one to the other, but but between the two of you guys, it, it, it God's own magnificence and glory takes on a unique uh, essence when it's it's reflected through your creation. Uh, in the same way that we could put Jackie and and Jessica and and EJ in front of three different canvases and have them paint the same thing, and it would look a little bit different and unique based on their own individual styles. It doesn't make the the thing less true. It just means that there's a, a different. And I'm I'm like to use the word interpretation because I'm not we're not interpreting God's reality or or the factual actual truth based nature of His word. But the way that He's glorified in me is different than the way He's glorified in Scott Higa. Yeah. Uh, even though we're both doing Christian nerd podcasts, where uh, it, it comes out different. And, the, and I think the world needs both of us. The world needs a Neff. The world needs a Stephen. Even though everything Stephen does, he copies off of me. The world needs Stephen because God's glory shines differently through Stephen's life than it does through my life. Um, and, and that's good. And that's wonderful. And that means that no matter who you are and no matter how different you are, there's room for you at the Lord's table. There's room for you in the glory of God. What do you, what do you guys think about this? Hop, hop in as you see fit. I... I, I... I've always liked the idea of how everyone kind of plays a part. I mean, because we're called the body of Christ. It says in the Bible, you know, like there are different parts of the body yeah. physically and to the body of Christ. Yeah. So First Corinthians yeah, chapter 12. Not just like somebody, unfortunately, has to be the pinky toe, but the pinky toe serves a purpose. <laughs> yeah. It does. Keeps but, the balance. That's right. It does. But there's different parts that we all play. Uh, you know, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter two that we're God's workmanship. So God created us to do what we're going to do yeah. and to be a part of the body of Christ that we're supposed to be. Right. Whether that's behind the scenes helping out, whether that's in a pulpit, whether that's painting on a canvas, whatever that is, it all serves a purpose to the bigger picture. Sure. No, and, I, I wanted to share and 
And this is in no way to be like argumentative or I guess negative towards what Steven said, but I think even so, how we treat each other, nobody would say, oh, you're the pinky toe, like, or oh, you're the elbow. Like, it's almost like if we did it correctly, nobody would ever say, oh, you're the pinky or oh, you're the earlobe. Like, it's almost like if, if the body of Christ did it correctly, we just always knew that every part of the body was significant because I think there are times where people say they look at themselves in the mirror and they have to spend time with God and say, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like the pinky toe or the elbow, but I know that I serve a purpose and and God, you love me, even though I'm the elbow. Um, I wish I, I was the eyes or the feet, but you know, I was created with these particular abilities or passions. So I, I, I just kind of wanted to segue or kind of say that too, you know, before it got kind of lost in translation, yeah. because I do feel that it, it's also the atmosphere that we build a loving, like how we love each other serves a big purpose and how we feel about the abilities that we have. And we do, we have to esteem each other. We have to provoke one another good works, but we do have to think more highly of others than we do of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, you think your pinky toe doesn't matter? Try stubbing it no, when you true. walk into the bathroom in the middle of the night. You'd be like, oh, you'd be calling out in tongues. Uh, <laughs> and, but but it is true. But the, the thing that makes the, the pinky toe the same exact part as the, the, the hand or the, the eye mm-hmm. is that we're all connected to the same heart. We're all connected yeah. to the same, the same brain, you know? And, and if Christ is the head and we're all part of that body, then every single one of us share in the inheritance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Steven's the quarterback of the football team, and I'm the third-string right guard. Steven wins the Super Bowl and gets the MVP award. I still get a ring because I'm yeah, still baby. part of the team. <laughs> yeah, you know, baby. Like, I'm yeah, not man. diminished in, in that. You know, yeah. we're all, we are all still part of the body of Christ. Yeah. And although Christ has the preeminence, and there's certainly some people, look, look when, when Paul is saying, you know, some people say we're from Paul, and some people say we're of Apollos. It's like, hey, how about this? We're all from Christ. You know, look at that. We're all the same team. It's great. Um, we do have the, this thing. And, 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 and although Jackie and Jessica are different from each other. They need each other because the differences that they bring bring a, a fuller and more robust completeness to what God is trying to do. You know, he, God needs the tenderness that that Jackie brings, and maybe the uh, the rigidity that Jessica brings, or however you want to shake that one out. You know, uh, you know, he, he needs the creativity and the humor that Neff brings. You know, God uses. Um, you know, the, the, the faithfulness and the tenacity that Stephen has. Uh, you know, God uses the, the, the passion and, and the drive that EJ has. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as we see God do that, we see his... It really just all goes back to his glory because it's like, look at how diverse God is, that he can... He can shine through all of these vessels. He can shine through all of us in a wonderful and unique way. Um, it, it, it makes him like super compatible. You know how happy I was when uh, I found out that like my Wii U could still play my Wii games, right? Yeah. Or my oh, you know, yeah. my PlayStation 2 could still play my PS1 games or whatever. Yes. Like it becomes more valuable because it's it 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 is applicable across a greater platform. Man, mm. God can shine through the lives of people in Bible times. God can shine through the lives of people today. He can shine through the archaic and he can shine through uh, the technologically advanced. He can shine through uh, the the intellectuals. He can shine through creative people. And, and God not only uses all of those things, but all of those things give us a better fullness of understanding of who he is. And that's why we need to be unified. And it frustrates me when I see people in the, in the body of Christ begin to do exactly what you just said, EJ. Begin to create a hierarchy yeah. of, well, you have the people that can sing. And then you have the, oh, well, they can just go work in the parking lot ministry. 
Yeah. Well, why why is one more important than the other one? Well, okay, so you got like a pastor of a church. He's the one in the pulpit. He does it. Then you got the guy that cleans all the toilets. Yeah. Which one's more important? You ask the pastor to go clean the toilet and watch how fast he goes, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, then maybe that one is too hard for you. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, which one is more or less important? The, my dad told me a story when I was a kid. I don't know how clean this story is, so as I'm telling it, I might have to, like, self-edit. But he said all the body parts were there, and they all begin to argue with one another about which one was the most important. And, and uh, you know, the eyes are like, well, we see, and we're like cameras, and we're important. And the mouth is like, well, we can eat, and we can speak, and we can sing. And the ears are like, well, we hear beautiful music, and they're all fighting over which one is the best. And the butthole's like, uh, I'm the most important one. And they're like, yeah, you stinky Pete down there. Like, you're, you're definitely the most important. And he says, okay, you don't think so? And he closes up shop. And, <laughs> and all the rest of them body parts are going, oh, oh, oh we're God. so miserable right now. This is terrible. Oh, we wow. need, please come back. We need you. We need you. And, you know, the, the, the thing is, like, there's there's no – and I, I'm going to use the scripture out of out of context. I think it's Romans chapter 9 when when it's like, you know, look, God is the creator, and he creates some – some vessels for honor and some for, for dishonor, you know, is the one who is formed out of the clay able to say to the one who formed him, Hey, I don't like what you made me for, you know, God chooses to create us for wherever he sees that he's going to receive the most glory from it. Now we don't want him necessarily create us like he did Pharaoh with, so our heart can be hardened and we can, you know, lose our, our armies in the Red Sea. But if we're willing and we're open and we say, God, it's not my ability, it's my availability. I think that God can do wonderful things through each and every one of us in a wonderful and unique way. Whether you're uh, an engineer like Nick, a filmmaker like Steven, uh, a rapper like Neff, an artist like EJ, uh, or just a, a, a talk show host youth pastor like me. So, um, you know, I just I want to encourage you wherever you are, whoever you are, uh, there's no unimportant parts in the kingdom of God. There's no unimportant people in the kingdom of God. Uh, there's room for all of us. And I love that line at the end of the Justice League when they begin to set up the new Hall of Justice. And uh, Batman's oh, yeah. like, Batman's like, we'll set up a table here with six seats. And, and Wonder Woman yeah. says, and room for more. And room for more. Yeah, that was cool. And that's the thing. Here we are in the kingdom of God, and there's room for more. What do you bring to the table? What makes you wonderful and unique? Uh, understanding that is, is your first, one of your first steps in understanding the greatness of God in you. Um, and that's the thing. It is no longer us, but it is Christ in us. What does Christ shine through in you? What are your passions? What are your gifts? What are the things that make your praise and your service to God unique and special? There's got to be something. So I encourage you to look, to find that thing out, and then to walk in that thing, to refine that thing, to develop excellence in that thing. Uh, because the thing that makes you unique when it's perfected and made excellent, brings God all the more glory. And that is ultimately what we're here for. Final thoughts? Agreed. No, I, I guess I have one to share. Um, the, the scene that really got me, well, I had, there was a couple scenes in JL that got me, but this one in particular, especially just right after what you said, exactly what you said. I, I was like, when they brought Superman back to life, um, I thought about the components that were needed to bring him back. And I thought to myself, well, what if the Flash didn't, you know, run as fast as he did? Or what if he wasn't even there to create the currency or the, the electricity that they needed when, you know, I, I'm kind of botching it all up. But, you know, I just thought to myself, 
they all played a particular role. If they didn't, Superman wouldn't have come back because the particular things had to, had to happen. To do the technology. Yeah, the, there were a lot of things happening during that moment that had to be precise. The, the moment mm -hmm. you know it touched the water. I, I know I'm already spoiling things, but it, that part to me when I was watching it, it, it was special to me. I didn't really understand why until this moment right now when you know we're talking about this particular topic that were all needed and in that particular scene superman wouldn't have come back if they all did not play the role that they had to play yeah. um and i think that's important for the body of christ there's a i think it's in acts chapter six um i might be wrong on the scripture verse but um the the disciples were there and the, the numbers are just adding up and adding up and adding up and they're they're flocked together and people are just they're coming together every day they're sharing everything that they have in common and as these people are coming the disciples are finding themselves having to like kind of like serve and administer to these people they're they're um bringing them food and they're just taking care of them as they're as they're there and the disciples are going look we we have a very specific job we're writing the bible um kind of an important deal we're we're dividing up this truth and we're, we're writing and studying and and teaching and we don't really have time to be making everybody sandwiches so they the bible says they find um some some people that are of good reputation people that are excellent people uh stephen the first martyr is one of them and uh, they they find these guys and they say we're going to use them to serve so we can be busy studying but the bible never diminishes the people that are serving the the food differently than they do the people yeah. that are studying the, the word for, for preaching and teaching. It never says we got to find people that are just not as important as us so they can take care of the light work. Wow. They're just saying we need to find some people of excellent character, of Christ-like hearts. We need to find those people to go and take care of this important need. Um, how, you know, how often is it that in our own church economy we add value to the person who's the minister of music is the celebrity or mm. the pastor is the icon uh, or the youth pastor is the laughing stock or whatever it might be and we establish these these stereotypical trademarks uh, well the seniors we'll just put them over there because they don't count or the teenagers they're wow. just a bunch of mutants over there so we won't pay any attention to them or you know and, and we divide it all up oh well, this church well, that's a traditional church so yeah you know forget that over here or this church this is uh, a hipster church so you know whatever or this church over here this is what you know uh, and and we begin to break it down and establish value on people when you never you just never know i mean how often in the bible do we see god using the least likely person yeah. to do the most Im incredible things paul i mean gideon i, lo I love it when he does or that. jonah or yeah. i mean you know the, you go down the list peter mo yeah, yeah i mean it just it's it's almost like that's god's trend is to use people like that. So within our own churches, you'll see the person that maybe they're they're weird and awkward. You'll see the person that maybe doesn't stand out, the person that might be, uh, and you might be that person. Uh, just take comfort and know that God has called you for a purpose. He's got a great thing, even if you don't see it. You might right now be Barry Allen right before Bruce Wayne shows up in his house, <laughs> not knowing anything but the problems that you have in your life, that you have an ability that you don't really have a direction or a, a focus for, and, and God is right on the verge of maybe opening a door for you to apply that thing. Remember, Moses was 80 years old before God ever showed up to him in the burning Man. bush and called him yeah. on, on his hero's journey. So, so don't grow weary in well-doing. Uh, if there's people around you that have a, a different skill set, a different needs, value them. Bring them close to you. They're only going to make your your brightness glow brighter and, uh, and, and do awesome things for the Lord of God, not only on your own, but in the league 
that he's put you in. If it's your youth group, if it's your community group, your small group, if it's your church body, if it's your choir, if it's your podcast crew, whatever it is, wherever God's put you, uh, find unity, find purpose, and, and, and find your value in your uniqueness that God has called you to, to step into. And with that, I think that the landing gear is down. <laughs> it's time to pull this Batmobile back into the cave. <laughs> And shut her down for the evening. Um, just want to say thank you guys so much to the Nerdy Godcast crew uh, for being with us. Thank you to the Christian nerd, Scott Higa, yeah. for hanging out with us on the phone. We definitely appreciate it. Um, you want to, uh, if you have any opinions that you have would like to share about Justice League or uh, any of the other things that are coming out, don't forget you could call us on our Nerdy Godcast hotline. That's 760-NOGCAST. Um, I did go on a cruise last week, and all it did was make me think about we need to go on a Nerd of Godcast cruise. Yes. Hey. Um, I got super excited about it, so I've I've started looking at some different dates. We talked about doing 2019. Uh, I think we might do 2018. What? what? This Saturday? Uh, no, uh, this no. 2018 is next year. <laughs> this upcoming Saturday, they're doing like the Christmas party at my job, uh-huh. and the grand prize winner of the Christmas raffle is an extra week vacation. Yeah. So if I win that, cruise time. Nerd yeah. of God cruise. So we're uh, we're talking about doing that. Um, if you're interested in doing it, this is the one thing that gets me a little. I, I and I know I'm I'm going to be particularly fickle here. And if I just talked about like not looking down on anybody, uh, I'm, I don't look down on people for this, but I do get a little uncomfortable. I am a Southern bred fundamentalist uh, Christian, and uh, on these cruise ships, there are many opportunities for people to indulge in certain activities that, mm. to me, are fairly incompatible with what I would consider holiness living. Right. Uh, now, yes. I don't judge people. I know that some people uh, find liberty to um, engage in the consumption of alcoholic beverages. I personally do not. Uh, there are people that are smarter than me that say it's absolutely fine with the Bible. There are people that are smarter than me that say absolutely not. It'll send you to hell with gasoline drawers on. Um, as with anything else, I think the truth might be somewhere in in the middle. Uh, but that was my biggest concern. I'm just being 100% transparent with you guys right here because we're all we're, that's what we're here for. Is man, if we go on on, on a podcast cruise. And we have some of our fellow, you know, members of the Nerd of God squad, and they want to go out there, and 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 they're a little bit more laid back about that kind of approach. Um, I would just hope that that wouldn't become some kind of like weird stumbling block for somebody. It's like, hey, we're all here to to have this like Jesus cruise, but yeah. Steve O's going to go have a beer or something like that. I pick on Stephen, oh. but, but um, whatever the case might be, and and uh, so that that to me, that's a personal area of like I don't know how comfortable I mm. am with that. Um, so, but, but, you know, I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, I but mean, you don't have to worry about it for me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I believe you, but, uh, you know, and again, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to, to criticize anybody's relationship with God. Um, but you know, that, that, that would create for me just sort of like a, oh, well, I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Yeah. So maybe we'll just rent a, uh, a rowboat. And we'll just go oh to the rowboat. It's no. a Nerd of God cast fishing trip. That's right. No. Nerd of God cast, it's a small world trip. Because hey. when you get into those ports and stuff like that, we got off the boat in Cozumel, and it is uh, it is nothing but miles and miles of tequila. That is what you are looking Whoa. at. And I'm not talking about the Pee Wee Herman dance. So Nerd of God cast does Disney. Yeah, that's right. We're all, But not Epcot. Too much alcohol in Epcot. Yeah. Around the world. Uh, again, anyway, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to, to to call one person's Christianity weaker or or better than anybody else's. I just know my personal convictions, and uh, and you know, I, I I don't know. So, um, 
don't let us know what you think. Cause <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't need to deal with Common that kind of stress in my life. Fire. <laughs> but if you have anything else that you'd like to let us know about, you can connect with us across social media. Again, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can find our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We just want to say thank you so much for the Nerd of Godcast crew for EJ. Yes, your boy. Jackie and Jess. Bye. Bye. The big man, Quentin Neff. It's Pete Castiglione now. Steve-O Supremo. <laughs> Gutentag. Up in the booth, Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And me, I'm Tony T. That's all the time we have for tonight. Until then, we ain't got to go home. But we, we can't, can't stay, stay here. No, we can't. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Christmas. Let us know if Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. <laughs> I really love it. I have a, a blue Ooh. Christmas Ooh. without Ooh. you. And some bacon and something. Hard to believe he died on a toilet, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> 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 <laughs>